I didn't think Bjork was what was going to be transitioning us into our beauty and the Bjork. Beauty and King Bjork. Beauty and King Bjork. Angela Lansbury died. Can you believe it? Oh, what does she have to be like? Only 110 years old. Like, oh. uh, what a shocker. A little over. Take a real oh, guess now. Oh, oh, oh. What I'm, do you a, think? I'm a little over. I'm going to say 93 years old. <laughs> Whoa, 96. Little, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. A little under there. Okay. Yeah, yeah you hit the under. <clears throat> Price is right rules. There you would have you would have won both showcase uh, back and forth right there. Yeah, like, uh, okay, rest in peace to Murder, She Wrote. That's pretty October appropriate. She was on a whole show about murders and whatnot. Yeah. That's pretty scary. Uh, it's, it's, it's a werewolf yeah, bar mitzvah. It's, it's a werewolf Spooky, bar mitzvah. Sure. Maybe maybe you're wondering, like, uh, oh God, what a uh, what a switch we went from. What have, uh, I, what have I stumbled just into? Just talking about like uh, the beginnings of fall, to all the way we're in the middle of fucking just like Halloween seasonings. What has happened? Did I did I not download you know, the last couple episodes of Baby Oil and Blow? Is my feed malfunctioning? What's happening? To which I'd say, oh, what would you say? Mind your business. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. 
What are you doing anyway? Maybe there were some episodes you missed. Maybe there wasn't. Yeah. Who cares? Don't Maybe worry we about recorded it. them. Maybe we didn't. Other people are doing other things in their life, yeah. and not everything revolves around Every, you. Fucking yeah. get used to it. It's not our job to make sure that you know you can make it through your existence. Sometimes we advertise coming attractions that yeah. don't get talked about. That's called a That's bait just and switch. The way life is. That's the industry. Swerve, bro. Yeah, you got swerved. Yeah. Or maybe you didn't. Who knows? But don't, don't know. forget to tune in next week when yeah. we have our very first 100%. special guest, uh, Amelia. There's Estevez. no question; it's going to happen. Estevez yeah. is coming to the podcast. He committed. I told him we have the same birthday, and he verbally committed. Very exciting. Yeah, we should be promised good. that we weren't going to mention anybody with a last name Sheen during the entire yeah. interview. Or Abdul. Like, I'm, in, I'm in here. I'm in here. I promised him that we weren't going to talk about. Young Guns Two, which yeah. is my favorite Emilio Estevez movie, which is a other, huge like uh, other guns. That's 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 a gigantic fucking duos sacrifice I'm doing, but yeah, mm, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, if I want to get him in here for a discussion about Repo Man, that's what that's what that's we're gonna what have to you do. Gotta do, you know. He's a cold-hearted snake. Closest thing to Looking an October movie. He was in, I guess, Repo uh, Man. He wasn't in any. Legit well, he was movies. in uh that uh. Scary movie, uh, the uh, the fucking Breakfast Club. Oh, that was scary, huh? I guess, yeah. Stuck in school on the a idea Saturday. Of, like some hairless half fucking uh, breed mm-hmm. gluing your butt cheeks together is kind of a oh, that always movie startled thing. me. If you, yeah, if you mm-hmm. present it appropriately enough, for sure, that can be <laughs> that. That can be terrifying. That scene and the icy hot scene from Lucas. Probably, mm, mm-hmm. probably two of the things that scared me about going to high school most when yeah, I was a kid. There was a lot of tales when I was mm-hmm. uh, sixth grade, going into junior high, about what happens when you go into junior high. Just like, uh, oh, you gotta start taking gym class. You start start like being in the locker room, yeah. like taking showers and everything. This is all a. a that's not true. Nobody no. took a shower no. the entire time I was ever in junior high or high school ever. Like that's that's not a thing that happened. That's just a fake thing that happens in like eighties like fucking high school movies. But it was like, oh man, hamming was yeah. the number one thing that everybody was talking about was gonna happen. Like the like football player just guys, the big guys, ham. they're gonna be hamming you is what it is. Just, yep. They're gonna throw you on the ground, they're gonna hold you down, and another guy's gonna ham you. Yep. Which is WWF later uh, coined it as the stink face is what yeah. it was, where just some guy's just going to rub his bare ass cheeks in your face right. and what's going on. And I was like, this this sucks. I don't want this to happen. I don't no. want to go to junior high. Like, I'm not looking forward to this. No. Why? Why? I don't want to do it. Please. None, please. I don't want to be in there. None of it really happened. And it turns out, yeah, you just get to junior high and like just like all these stories other than you're just like, oh, no, you're just going to go in there. Everybody's going to be looking right and looking left, just yeah. like nervous, like uh, everybody's going to drop their pants for like half of a second and then like shoot their fucking gym shorts on real close. Like, nobody saw me naked for a second, do they? Nobody saw me naked for a second, do they? I blame the weird-ass generation before us that was like, back in my day, we all swam together naked. Yeah, maybe they were doing all that stuff. just a bunch of naked little boys together. Maybe Gen X fucking killed all that shit. Maybe the baby boomers were just like uh, showering and like sticking fingers up each other's asses and shit. Yeah. We were just left with like the horror stories of it. Just like, oh, this is what happens to you when you have to go into high school. You get 
raped by uh, other teenaged boys. There's a real weird shame with any kind of nudity and sexuality like associated oh, for sure. I'm ashamed with, with all that stuff. I say sorry every time I, you know, take my clothes off at night. Yeah, to go for to sure. Bed. Like, uh-huh. oh, sorry. oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's- my neighbors have asked me to just stop apologizing. They're like, just, yeah. just take your yeah. clothes off inside your house and you don't have to apologize. And I'm yeah. like, still sorry, still sorry. Well, they're also like, a little weirded out that you come to their door naked to apologize. I'm also. not gonna not tell them good night. Oh, yeah. Not gonna not tell That's them good night. That's fucking rude, man. You're nothing if you're rude not a good shit, neighbor. Man. For sure. You We're know? living next to each other. But I hope that you have yeah. pleasant dreams. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all how, I'm hoping. How else are they supposed to know? How else are you supposed to know? It's baby on blow. Oh, I can't believe you remember to announce the oh, show we're doing. Spooky haunting. Oh, and also, it's October. Kill them up, grill them up, chop them up. Because it's October. You got to save those things. Ghosts are popping up out of bushes. I got a Michael Myers cardboard stand up. You're going to have to help me uh, put up in the front yard after we're done with this. We got we to gotta put some, some decorations. That'll up. be nice. You can cruise over to my house afterwards so we can put up that 12 foot skeleton I got at the Maynards. Oh, you know? hell yeah. You finally got oh, one of those Maynards uh, big ass skeletons. I finally had that extra 500 laying around. Nice. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I, of course, am one half of your host. I am at. Oh, with me, as always, he is the... Uh, always. Yeah, no, always. You are the blues yeah, traveler we're, we're to my soul here. asylum. You are Nate Adams. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. And uh, fucking... Uh, not trying to give you the runaround here. Uh, <laughs> this guy. Hope we're just going to hop on a runaway train of uh, podcasting extravaganzas. As, uh, you know... Misery Incorporated. Jumping back into uh, the Action God Movie Podcast here. We had a couple weeks off, you know, uh, whatever. Like, fucking uh, suck a dick. Uh, fucking yeah. work shit kept happening. We couldn't get together. It's a thing. We're adult human beings with real responsibilities, man. Sometimes we can't get together. It happens. Whatever. One of us got possessed by a real devil. And then we had to bring in that? a very, very staunchly uh, believing uh, priest from... Venezuela, and he came Venezuela. in, and he he, uh, he he got rid of all the spookies that were inside right. of our system. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Father uh, Ramirez, for, yeah. for doing that. We we, yeah. we really appreciate it. But now we are fully in uh, Slashtober, as we Immersed. we like to do every uh, blood and guts. every October. We're just like let's take a little uh, electric slide over here, shimmy. Let's shimmy away from maybe straight action movies for a month, and let's just talk about. The slasher movies yeah. of the horror genre. Slish, slash, I was taking a bath. Action adjacent. There's people dying in them, whatnot. Hey, more like. There's, there's some, some. More some, like action adjacent. Yeah, uh, action adjacent. Maybe we're going to talk about a uh-huh. Jason movie. I don't know. I think we right did now, last year. Quite frankly, our schedule's up in the air. Like, right. uh, I don't like know what the- we're doing. I changed everything. You heard this Nate. one wasn't on the schedule. This is this is this is a fucking we called an audible. You heard Nate. Join us next week for Up in the Air. Is that what you said? Uh, is that the movie with Kevin Bacon where he goes down to nope. uh, Africa? No, you know the he's, one. Uh, shimmying back and forth. You know and he's trying one. to recruit people to play basketball. It's the one where George Clooney. He's like, 
Is that where George Clooney plays Jimmy Dolan, a famous basketball player whose correct secret move is the Jimmy Dolan shake and bake You're that nobody familiar, uh, knows how to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great fucking film. Great fucking film by Jason Reitman. Either way, I don't know what we're going to be talking about because uh, we're still just Who's easing back into this. But we're talking about horror movies, slasher movies, people dying at the at knife point all hey, fucking months long. That's for fucking sure. Let's get into. Oh. The first one right now that oh, uh, this is going to kick nice. off our little thing, uh, starting off Slash Over. Let's get into the rundown, which the rundown. this week is brought to us by <laughs> Mickey D's McDonald's, bringing back their classic trick-or-treat pails for all you fucking nostalgic dorks who are just like, I remember things from my childhood yeah. that is the only thing I care about, and that's what makes me happy, and everything else makes me feel dead inside. Yep. I know you can go to any grocery store in the country right now and spend a nickel and buy any sort of other plastic pail that looks like a witch or a fucking uh, or a pumpkin witch. or anything, but I want or the specific a, ones that wait, are... Or uh, you left the third one out. Okay, there's a witch, and there is a pumpkin, and... Season Season of the Witch Halloween three has has a different one. Uh, they're close. There's there's not a skeleton in the no, uh, and the McDonald's close. one. There's a different one. There's a witch. There's a pumpkin. It's not a skeleton. The third McDonald's one is a, is it a grimace? No, it's a is ghost. It a grimace. You were right. With the skeleton ah, it's a ghost. White. It's a ghost. Ah, now where you're confusing son of was a biscuit. sometimes the witch would be green. Sometimes the witch would be purple. There was a purple witch? Yeah. I don't even remember. They made Some a years. Purple witch. That sounds dumb as shit. Either way, you can go to the Strack and Van Tills right now and buy all sorts of fucking plastic. Oh, SBT? size. You can get them for like 12 for a nickel. Like, uh, good thing is they're selling them 12 for 10 cents. Bad news is what am I going to do with all these monkeys? I don't know. Absolutely. Don't get caught up in this fucking McDonald's marketing campaign. Or do, because uh, they're our sponsor for this week. Also, make sure to get in there in time to get yourself a uh, Cactus Patch Flea Market Happy Meal for adults. That's true. And also, uh, Shamrock Shakes are, are back. Unexplicably they're back, back. It's in weird. October. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they're back, but they are. Give me back my filet fish They're delicious. Give me that fish. Uh, the rundown is this week of 1995's The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a.k.a. TCMTNG 97's Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Next Generation TCMTNG it, it was the movie so nice They had to try to make money off of it twice uh, <laughs> Neither way Neither way succeeded As we're gonna yeah, learn yeah. As, as it turns out Well yeah. We're getting the run on here uh, This is a movie that had uh, uh, It's final release Under the title of Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Next Generation 87 minute runtime. Oh TCMTNG It's an original theatrical cut Had a 94 minute runtime, Where it was under the title of The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also as it turns out There was a 102 minute cut That played at South by Southwest That nobody saw other than a uh, all those fucking Texas weirdos down there. I bet Larry Fessenden was there. I bet fucking Larry Fessenden was there for sure, releasing some sort of weird indie movie where he was a sad monster that in, nobody watched. Or in like ninety seven, great ninety ninety. 90 we're gonna this? say ninety six. Well, it was released in ninety five, so maybe like ninety four. South okay. by is where it would have originally debuted. He would have been there. Yeah, he was. He was friends so much with tail, somebody in a sure. band then. 
banging so much fucking tail for yeah. sure down there. What a weird guy. Um, Go budget check out of this body. film. $600,000. Whoa, for real? Yep, that's right. Very low budget movie. Jesus. Lots of stories about them just like filming it literally out of that RV that appears in the last scene. Like that was the studio basically. Oh Everybody was God. changing with like sheets partitioned between them. Like it was, uh, it happened one night and whatnot. Wow. Um, uh, gross, gross of this film uh, over the course of its two theatrical releases mm-hmm. in 95 and 97. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. $185,000 or $98. So, no, 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 oh, no, no. Oh, I didn't, oh, it never got anywhere near oh. even um, recouping its. My, yeah, there we go. It's, yeah, it's yeah, modest, yeah. modest. But this is, this is a gigantic fucking fail here, Matt, oh, as it turns out. It was a big old. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was such a fucking huge success back in its time. Yeah. That was decades ago at this point. It was decades ago. Yeah. You couldn't expect all these fucking. Fucking Gen Xers at the height of their power in no. 1995 to be caring about anything that happened in fucking 1977 or whatnot. Give me a break. 20-odd years later. 20-some-odd years later. No, Rotten 20, Tomatoes. No, 15. Rotten Tomatoes had that one at 16%. Uh, oh, the, the critics had this one 16%. Fucking not, not very... Uh, not, they didn't like it. No. Audience, though. Audience, though... Uh, who came out for it and like, uh-huh. supported it? The fans, eighteen uh, percent is what this is what they had of that. So uh, this is not a beloved film we're talking about, Matt. To kick off Slashtober here in the month of October to lead towards the uh, venerated uh, holiday of Halloween, which we all hold so dear to us. I don't know. Mm. Oh, you gotta director of this film, though somebody everybody respects, everybody knows, oh, uh, somebody yeah. we all want to support, Kim Hankel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's a dude. Didn't even know it was a dude. Assumed it was a chick at first. I was like, oh, sweet. A chick directed this? That makes sense because there's like some like weird, you know, leather faces a chick in this. Maybe like we're yeah. undercutting some like a. Yeah. No, no, It's just like a dude named Kim. So like. It's just that. Fucking gay. <laughs> like, what? It's just, what? It's just that guy that wrote that alligator movie that uh, doesn't have. Eating Alive. Uh, the other yeah. uh, Toby Hooper joint. Eating yeah. Alive. He wrote that. He wrote the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. At least has a writing credit on it, um, uh, as well as a forgotten haunted house flick, ironically called The Unseen, because none of us saw that one. Wow! Didn't direct anything else though. I think this is a one-time fucking director. I don't yeah, know what's going on. that's yeah. all I found. Weird, weird. That's the case. Stars though, we got some stars in this movie. Matt, some Are there? people that went on to do some shit. Sounds like a small budget. I just don't know. Uh, number one. Little lassie named Renee Zellweger's in this film as Jenny, a teenage stoner nerd living in Texas, United States of America in the 1990s. Must be Austin. Uh, You know, this is all filmed outside of Austin, of course. So she was, of course, you remember her as the slutty chick from Empire Records. Thank you. Who got chubby to star in Bridget Jones's Diary and was an entire thing in the 1990s for like a second before we forgot that she existed and then she was never in another movie again. And then she got surgery too young and just got hideous fast. Is that what happened when she didn't have the surgery? I thought she was already looking kind of weird even when she was young. I don't know. There was... Me, myself, and Irene. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I saw it in theaters mm, opening weekend. Me too. Um, remember being delighted by it. Yeah. Anthony Anderson, his oh. big debut. Oh. Fucking, he hit 
the scene like a bolt yeah. of lightning, yeah. quite as, frankly. As one of his uh, Jim Carrey's sons. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you remember. I just like that scene where uh, they're like, yeah, no. It's oh, weird. tell me. It's aged poorly. I'm not. Hey, know, Matt. Angry. Yeah. There's another famous Matthew we're talking about today. Not just you. As it turns out, you're going to have to share the... the <laughs> You're gonna have to share the airwaves this this week. There's another is, Matthew we're talking. Is about. Matthew Modine in this? Oh no, I, I would love it if he was. But, oh, okay. uh, we're talking Matthew McConaughey oh! is in this movie as Vilmer, the patriarch of a family of Texas backwater murderers, <laughs> who's got a robot leg. All uh, right. He played right. the character right. Man with Shovel in the Daniel Johnston video Life in Vain. See, I'm wearing a Daniel Johnston uh, t-shirt today in honor of uh, that. There's so, also a Daniel Johnston so we song both, on this soundtrack. We both have t-shirts in honor of the uh, movie we're watching today. I, got, yeah, I, I see got, you right uh, now. I got a leather I face. Right now. We both dressed sure appropriately. Yeah, that's nice. This is the most... Uh, <laughs> Whatever we coordinated with yeah, yeah, we're feeling it. Uh, this this guy, this guy at Matthew McConaughey, he was Ed and Ed TV. Oh, that's he a was great one. Mud and Mud. Oh, he was Killer Joe and Killer Joe. Was he Lincoln Lawyer and Lincoln? He lawyer? was the Lincoln guy in all the Lincoln commercials, oh, and yeah. also the Lincoln Lawyer and Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah, he was Weirdo Police Officer Rust Cole in the first season of True Detective, where we all saw Andrew Alexander <laughs> Daddario's titties for the first time. You see, time is a flat. This guy was got him. This guy was Moondog in the Beach Bum, my favorite, my favorite new release of the last ten years, right here. He's a fucking outstanding legend of acting, and maybe the most charming man who's ever lived, ever ever graced these Beach Bum, the hallowed halls of the Silver Scream. Have we talked about him yet, McConaughey? I don't think he's been on a. Sh- unless we talk, unless we talk about that one where he kills dragons. I don't think we've talked we about McConaughey. No. I don't think we talked we about McConaughey. We've never talked about Reign of Fire. Oh man, this is this is all very new to us talking about McConaughey. And this wow! Podcast. And I know that we're both big Huge. time, big time double M fans. Is what's wow. happening right here. Welcome, welcome Sorry, aboard, Matthew. Pop this thing over. Had a uh, you got brewski. Cheers, right? You're at a a customer. Bring me a sixer of this. It's a Founders Green Zebra. It's oh. a salted watermelon beer. Which sounds disgusting to me. That's right up your alley. But I don't know. He this this guy assured me that it would be the greatest thing I ever drank, and he needed to go out and buy it and bring me back a sixer after I was done serving him, so I could fucking try it. Let's try it right fucking Ooh, now. And here see, we go. See, he's, see, see, he's bringing the can to his pursed lips. Just taking a little sip, doing a little, little bit of that. Hmm. He's got a hmm on his face. It's fine. I'll drink yeah. the whole can. He likes it. I'll drink the whole can. Mike, he likes it. A little, little soury, but not too much. It's, it's, it's a goes. It. It's a goes. The salt cuts yeah. it. That's what it's there for. That's nice. That's all right. I'll drink all this. Yeah, it's, it's well made. Watermelons. That guy, that guy really made a big deal about it. I don't know. Sour. I don't know. He made, people, he made a huge deal about it while he was... People that like the sours like the sours, They get passionate, man. man. They get passionate they talking do. about the beers they like. They do. Whatever. You know what I get passionate about? Tony Perensky, that's the next about, star of this yeah, film. That's about it. She's in this movie as Darla... Uh, oh, Darla fake tits. Yeah, weird uh, and fucking like a real estate agent or something who works out of a strange uh, RV. It's just like basically a trailer. It's just a trailer yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere in Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. She's uh, 
You you might know her as the mm. hot teacher Miss Davis in Varsity Blues. I never saw that. That uh, uh Billy what is it? Billy Ray, maybe the big fat guy who has a heart attack. Uh, he's lusting over her or something. Billy Bob. Uh, Any of those movies? Gunther. Di- directed, Gunther Ray. Directed towards kids our age. Sure, sure. When we were that age, mm-hmm. I didn't see. You want to do a whole month of them and we can finally Blues. watch them on this podcast? Never There's saw number it. one. That could be first week. Any American Pie. Never American seen Pie them. one. I've classic never of seen the genre. Any of them. What are the other ones? You gonna tell me you've never seen the Faculty? Uh, never seen it. Oh, those are those are great horror films for uh, disturbing behavior in the faculty. Have you seen either of those? Which one's disturbing behavior? Mm, I think that was the one with Tom Cruise's wife, where she makes out with uh, Buffy. No, that was a different tiny brunette girl. That was uh, the remake of. That was when they were in the era of remaking loosely Shakespeare uh, things as oh, teen movies. That's that why was I hate uh, Cruel Intentions. Oh yeah, which is one of the best films you can ever watch. That uh, one's very I, sexy, very I awesome. I saw that one. Oh, that one's that one's well worth. Which watching. was disturbing behavior. That's the one where like uh, it's like the kids are. I don't know. It's the not the faculty right. where the teachers are aliens. It's the one where just like I don't know. Maybe the kids have gone insane, but. No, I don't think I've seen that. They're both good. I remember them both being good. Maybe they both have Josh Hartnett. I'm not sure. Have you seen a Josh Hartnett film? Skulls. <laughs> Why did you see the skulls? <laughs> Why was I able to pull it so quickly? I don't know. Wow. Also, Tony Prensky played the character Buckle Bunny. Quote oh, oh yeah. In the Luke Perry rodeo bomb, eight seconds. Oh yeah. Did you ever see eight seconds where Luke Perry was uh, tempted to be a leading man in Hollywood playing a rodeo uh, guy in eight seconds? Seen about fifteen minutes of eight seconds. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Lasted a week. You talking about a, you're talking about Jungle Jungle Boy Jack Perry's pappy. Talking about Jungle Joe Stevens is in this film, Matt, as uh, Shit. the character W. E. Slaughter. Who's another member of the murderous hillbilly Texas fucking, I was going to say cannibal family, but Slaughter nobody really eats family. any fucking human flesh in this Texas Chainsaw Massacre, weirdly. I don't know. Um, uh, this guy you probably remember from managing the burger barn and What's Eating Gilbert Grape. This is a big fucking highlight of his career. Much in the good. He played think. the character Kent Chillabeck on a good like half dozen episodes of Justified, which is a very solid show. Damn, damn. I know that you're a Timothy Oliphant fan. Uh, I ain't watched those. There, but you've never seen the Justified. Um, I mean to. They're 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 bringing it back. I've tried to watch it several times. Yeah. it's generally watchable, but there's one. I should just watch Deadwood again. Ser- er, season I think season three maybe where Margot oh. Martin. Dale is like the head of this like a uh, hillbilly family he comes up against and she's just like outwitting him at every turn and they're like I don't know it's it basically just becomes like the Dukes of Hazard but Margot Martindale's like killing it acting wise how angry is season three is great elephant getting he's angry every episode somebody's oh. making him angry oh, in every episode okay that's, I should that's watch why it it's then. definitely watchable yeah you should check he's out been, Justified he's too nice lately I oh yeah you should check out Justified then need angry Joe Stevens played four different characters on four different episodes of Walker Texas Ranger which has to be some kind of record I would imagine I don't I don't fucking know. <laughs> Uh, He's automatic. He played the character Hall of Fame Young that. Deputy in a movie v- called Varsity Blues. <laughs> Have you ever heard of it? Have you ever heard of that one? Can't say I'm familiar. 
Also, he played the character Amarillo Cowboy in a uh, movie I like to describe as a Luke Perry rodeo bomb called Eight Seconds. Have you ever heard of that one? Have you ever heard of that one? I'm thinking of a Jason Priestley film, mm, but no. Weird, no. weird. A lot of, a lot of people no. working together on a lot of different things. We got like a maybe like a an acting troupe, I'd maybe uh, say, uh, yeah, working their way in this movie. Like Probably more incestuous than that. Introducing Robert Jacks, this film is. Robert About Jacks, time, huh? first acting role. Not his last. in this film as Leatherface, a chainsaw-wielding, cross-dressing cannibal retard. Yeah, who much. also served as the composer of the film. And That's also, impressive. I think, uh, from what I understood, was like a, 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 one half of the host of a radio show with uh, one of the guys from the Butthole Surfers for a long time. Well, that's cool. I'll yeah. give that gets a... Uh, yeah. Man, fucking A. Yeah. Speaking of Daniel Johnston, yeah. guy dropped acid at a Butthole Surfers concert and got schizophrenia. It happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. James Gale is in this film as Rothman, the head of some sort of secret society of rich people who I don't know also dabble in hillbilly cannibalism. They killed Kennedy. It's not clear what happens in this, nothing that happens in this movie is clear what's happening. No. He also played the character King in the film Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. So oh, with you Hulk, from that Hogan. That's right, as well as uh, Lonnie, I think, and and uh, Jim Varney. I think, I think, I think those are the other stuff. Know what I mean, Vern? Um, you know, he was uh one of the voices in that Atlantis cartoon movie with uh, Michael J. Fox that Disney did. I remember him being the dog in Toy Story. So it makes sense that he would have parlayed that into another page. No, no, no. This was... Oh, wait. I don't know if it was earlier. It could have been the same. Yeah. I, I guess, rem- yeah. I, I don't remember an Atlantis out, movie. Yeah. It, it came out around the time it was... Uh, I know Atlantis, the uh, high-end strip club. Yeah, it's, sure, uh, sure. a few miles down the road. This Probably the classiest strip club within like uh, 100 miles of where we're sitting right now at Baby Will and Blow Studios. This came out around the same time as the hit animated Fox film, Titan A.E. Oh, everybody saw that one. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. You know what everybody else also saw when What's they were that? watching uh, TV in the late 90s? Huh. Deborah McMichael. In Dexter's class? She was uh, the former class. Uh, ex-wife of Bears legend Steve McMichael. Oh, yeah. As well as the ex-wife of Texas legend Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Who famously got arrested for slapping her around at some point. You're probably uh, wondering why I was why, why I'm talking about her, Matt. Yeah, why are we talking about Deborah? She played uh, cop number one at Bud's Pizza, the one who pulls up to the pizza place and tries to order some pizza in the drive-through here in the movie Texas Chainsaw: The Next Generation. So Nate, you're telling me, uh huh? Well, the cop car pulls up behind him. What? That's my ex-wife in the front what? seat. Yeah, the the one you were arrested for slapping around, as it turns out. Uh uh-uh. uh. Let's crack open a couple of Steve Weisers for sure. Uh, a few more people I want to salute as we're uh, throwing our beers up here. Paul A. Partain is in this movie as Hospital Orderly. You, of course, remember from being the annoying fat ass in the wheelchair from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. John Dugan is in this movie as oh. Cop at Hospital. 
He was Grandpa in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, shit. And, of course, Marilyn Burns shows up in the final scene of this film as patient on Gurney, and she was Sally, the girl with the visibly puffy nipples all throughout the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Matt. Yeah. Uh, I forgot I to those throw down nipples. any sort of like taglines or bullet points for this because we were kind of throwing together this. You want me to do one? So, yeah. I could do one. See if you can, you're going to search right now. Tagline of this film. Tagline of this film. They be chopping. That's pretty good. <laughs> Again. Oh, man. That's, oh, wow. I'm, I'm on board. Uh, also, a, a brief plot synopsis of this is another thing I forgot oh, to write down oh. in my notes here. Uh, uh in 1970-whatever, some shit happened. We made a couple of movies mm, after mm-hmm. that. Here's another one of those. Very interesting way to transition into the next part of the podcast, which we call Bullet Points. Ping, ping. Which is when we go through our notes, Pew. we see what ping, jumped ping, out to us as we were watching the film. Because ping, 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 ping. my first bullet point here is talking about how we open with a narrated fucking chunk of text on the screen with a guy fucking talking yeah. to us all gravelly, just like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. We're talking about how the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre happens, but then he hilariously uh, brushes off the other two sequels as, quote-unquote, minor but apparently related incidents. Yep, yep. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was, you picked that's a up, good gag. You picked up what I was putting down with my fake plot synopsis here, Nate. I just kind of oh, gave away good. my force glad, bullet as well. Glad we're on the same fucking page here. Yeah. They essentially said, we made a really important movie years ago. Then we made other films. Now this is yet another one that no one asked for. Do we have our tongue inside of our cheek as we're making uh, the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Seems like it. Maybe. I think like so. Hey. Uh-huh. Zell's looks good. Smash cut to some fucking, like, uh, some just, like, uh, voluptuous lips. Getting mm. uh, some, some bright red lipstick applied to them. And I'm thinking... I've seen Leatherface all dressed up like a sexy cross-dressing yeah. woman on the cover of this. Is this going to be Leatherface right away? Mm. Oh no, 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 no! We're doing the slow burn here. Ooh, yeah. a, we got we got a young Renee Zellweger, a young uh, having a allergic reaction to shellfish looking face of <laughs> Renelle Zellweger, always putting some fucking red lipstick on her face in the mirror, getting ready for the senior prom. What was she hot for? Like five years. Um, I don't know what she looks like now. I might still, Awful. I might no. still throw one at her. I don't know. No way. I, I mean, yeah, sure. But she got no. chubby for those Bridget Jones Diaries oh, movies, nice. and I was like, still pretty into it. Like, yeah, yeah. could she keep getting chubbier and it'd be better? I don't know. I don't know. No, if that's she lost weight after that and just oh, no, looks like a monster. God, God, God bless it. Good. Yeah, yeah. Either way, she's getting ready for prom, and then the next scene, we're at the prom. Shh. We start meeting some kids who are at the prom, and it's yeah. like, oh, here we are. This is the teen slasher movie. Where we're going to meet some teenagers, hey. then they're going to get slashered. Who cares about any of them? I we, couldn't care about any of this shit, quite frankly. We meet fucking Barry, and that's all that's important. So first off, there's one girl who's looking for Barry, and yeah. she's like, where's Barry? Where's Barry? And then she meets another girl who I think might be schizophrenic. Yeah. Who's like weirding the fuck out and like talking yeah. about gibberish, and I'm like... What's this? Like fucking stammering. Dude, this is clearly going to have something to do with the rest of the movie. Who's this girl? This is before I realized. Think? 
This movie is just going to be a random series of uh, insane happenings that have nothing to do with each other. And this girl's not going to come back, not going to have anything Uh -uh. to do with each other. So the girl looking for Barry is Heather. That's Heather. Yeah, she's just like an air-headed slut, kind of. You gotta have one. But her boyfriend, Barry, he's just like he's a goods. fucking cool guy. Who's he's just a like dude's dude. He's, he's cooling she, it up. She finally finds him out in the parking lot and making out with another chick. And she's like, Barry? And he's like, this is what Barry does, baby. Just fucking Barry, deal with it. Barry and baby. Fucking, you're introduced to Heather and Barry right now. This is our dynamic. How about while I'm making out with her, you kiss Barry's berries, baby. That's right. Um, Heather doesn't like that, so she runs and jumps in Barry's car. Yeah. And peels out and, like, leaves the prom. Yes, sir. But Barry's like, oh, hell no. You ain't taking my, nobody drives Barry's car but Barry. I'm coming after you, honey. It's like an old Buick or Chrysler. Yeah, get he look. runs and he jumps in the, and he like dukes of hazards it full yeah. on through like the fucking passenger seat. And just like, oh, I'm in here with you. Here we go. We're on our way into a horror movie, baby. Barry yeah. and Heather. That girl meant nothing, baby. That was just pillow talk, baby. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck, man? Like, I was looking for you. You were kissing that girl. He hilariously explains to her uh, that guys need sex, yeah, and it's dangerous for them to get all worked up and then not get it. You can get prostate cancer or something, which Heather's buying, because she's a fucking moron. No, no, no. She just cares about science and shit. Jenny cares about science, Matt. She's the one who pops up out of nowhere in the backseat of the car. Along with Sean, and they're like, hey, we're in this movie, too. Right. We were down here hiding in the backseat of this car the whole time. Smoking weed. Weird. Yeah. At first, I was like, are they banging down there? Whose car is this? Then we learn later they were smoking weed down there, and like Barry and Heather- Taking a weed nap. Don't like that they smoke weed, and I'm like, Barry and Heather, you're like the dumb fucking jock and popular girl. Like- You'd, of course, be the ones doing drugs. Yeah. This is a weird dynamic. Also, where was the comical, like, pillows of weed smoke, mm. like, coming out of the car when they mm. open the doors? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, it was very strange. Haven't there. they seen a Cheech and Chong movie? Yeah. Just a love machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, big revelation, though, or uh, frumpy Renee Zellweger and her dorky friend Sean pop mm-hmm. up in the back, and it's like, Oh, let's get some backstory. Talk about who all these people are. And say, like, it doesn't matter. No. no these people are just going to die. Yeah. Renee Zellweger is the only famous person in this movie. Like, no, nobody else is going to have a story. It's not anything. They start talking a little bit, and then Barry's just burying it up in the scene. And he's just like, Sean. Man, he really steals the movie out from under everybody oh, yeah. else. He's like, Sean, you're a fucking pothead. Mm-hmm. Renee Zellweger. You're a dork. Texas, so I think that's nerdy. You're just a dork. And then uh, Heather, you're my slut bimbo. And if I don't feel up your titties, you could get titty cancer. Yeah. My dad's a doctor. Sean reveals that he's told girls for years that if they don't get their tits felt up, they can get titty cancer. This is right after his prostate cancer thing. So this guy's got a lot yeah. of cancer scams he's working. Like... Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool, quite frankly. I mean, he's smart as shit. It's 95 here. Like, cancer's taking a forefront. Oh, uh, everybody's the worried American about cancer zeitgeist, you know? I woke up halfway through the night, every night, fucking 1995, the fucking calendar year. Just, oh, God, do I, did I get it? Yeah. Did I got the cancer? Yeah. So, somehow we get lost. They're, like, talking for a while. They're driving. Yeah. We don't know where we're going. They're like, oh, shit. We're out in the middle of the woods and we're lost. 
female drivers. Yeah, you know, I'm like, right? You were at your prom at your right. high school where you go to school at every every day. None of you know the roads around here? Like, how, how are you lost? Where did you drive to? Female motorists. You get you just it. You never let a woman behind the wheel of your car. That's what they say. Barry learns his lesson here. Fucking mm-hmm. last mistake he'll ever fucking make, letting a chick drive his fucking oh, car. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And uh, fucking Heather is all like, she starts her babbling about like, oh, wouldn't it be weird if we like crashed into a car and there was like... People dead around, and there was murderers, and all this shit happened. And yeah. like she just started, she just does it through the rest of the movie. She's like, "Wouldn't it be crazy if like there was murderers in this movie? We were in a horror movie. Yeah. Like, uh, this is what happened to us. Like, all this horror movie shit happened mm-hmm. to us." Mm-hmm. We knew when the pony they fucking crash into some weird fucking car because there's like smoke and fog all out, and then these nighttime woods and these dirt roads are driving in, and fucking these bayou forests. They're in some sort of weird bayou forest outside of Austin, Texas. Yep. Kids like hit a car. Some kid, I don't know, was he driving? I don't know. There's some kid like unconscious in the road. They're like, oh, the kid's unconscious. What are we going to do about him? Is he dead? Is he not dead? Who knows? Kid clips their car, spins him around. The kid takes the worst shot of it. He smashes his head against the windshield. He's concussed. This is before the days of that Will Smith NFL movie. So no one knew what was going on. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You know, yeah. Car accidents, they gave us concussions back in the 90s as well. Tell the truth. You ever talk to Dave? He loves using that line. Does he? Yeah. Oh, man, he's he's a tedious gentleman. He's, oh. he's trying to hang out with. He's, there's a lot of things. He hates anything that's fun. Yeah. Um, But anyways, Barry's wearing a tuxedo with all those weird ruffles up right. and down the front and the sides of them, and I don't know if that was, like, ironic or what. Like, what was going on in 1995 where... This guy was wearing like a 70s tuxedo. Was this supposed to be a throwback or was this like, eh, it wasn't happening. I was alive in the 90s. Nobody was wearing ruffled tuxedo shirts. I wore one of those once. Uh, once. Puffy pirate shirt? What year was Essentially. this? What year was this? A couple years later, maybe like a 99 mm. or a 2000. Yeah, I don't like the sound of this at all. Mm. Maybe Barry's not so bad. He's just on the same career path as you are. Oh, man. Maybe Barry is bad. Either way, they're just like, oh, man, this is a real I know what you did last summer situation. Like, we hit a guy. Is he dead? Is he not dead? Somebody stay here with him. The rest of us can go look for help. Let's split up and go walk around and whatnot. Yeah. Horror movie shit. Horror movie shit. Yeah. Some of them go walking down the fucking road, and they find, like, a weird trailer, and they're like, let's go on this trailer. Yeah. What's going to be in here? Some probably slutty real estate agent lady With who's big old like, fakos. got big old fake tits and she's like clearly on some fucking pills or something. Yeah. Like she's fucking high as a Georgia pine inside this fucking trailer right here. But and just they don't seem to question it or notice it. Why she's just like spaced out and weird and just sexually interested in Renee Zellweger. Sexually interested in Renee Zellweger and like uh, high school boys. <laughs> so. Uh, her words, not ours. Uh, suddenly, somebody throws a rock through the window. Probably those high school Out boys. of nowhere, she runs over and is looking out the window and then pulls out her big fake tits and flashes them to whoever threw a rock yeah. through the window. And she's like, and I, I wrote down, whoa, tits out of nowhere. Wasn't expecting that. Uh-huh. And she's just like, oh, man, probably those high school boys. They're always doing anything to get me to flash them. Yeah. I'm like... You mean throwing rocks through your window? Is that what they're always doing? I didn't know it was that easy. Yeah, I didn't know that's how you got somebody to flash you. I mean, yeah. 
I'd be throwing a lot of rocks if I knew that, quite frankly. Let's talk about her ghost nipples for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had, she had some, some uh, way some pale areolas uh, sort of blended into the tit flesh around her. Yeah. You only get them for like a second. It was I was so surprised they got pulled look. out that I, that I even like didn't even get like a great look at them. Just like, oh, that's where we're going to throw tits in this movie? I that sensed like it. Place. I could feel it coming. It in a weird place. Uh, at this point, I just wrote down, uh, this movie has just been a random series of strange happenings Mm -hmm. and that just compounds from this point forward she's like all right i'll help you kids out now that i've showed my tits out the window and freaked everybody out but you weirdly are not freaked out i'm gonna call my friend vilmer he's gonna come help you hey vilmer come on out here do some shit save these children enter vilmer he shows up in his tow truck yeah he turns out is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. With a robot leg. Yeah. Hey, okay. I mean, okay. Explain to me, though. Like, uh, he's got a character here. He's playing like uh-huh. a, a backwater Texas uh-huh. guy who's like clearly got a day job as like a tow truck driver. Yeah. Um, but he's also got a robot leg. Uh, Correct. What's the robot leg? Why is, why is that in this movie? What's, what's the thing about it? Uh, explain to me the sense that it makes Matt. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So, mm-hmm. in in one singular point uh, uh-huh. of the film, uh-huh. when they're in the kitchen scene, okay. one of the many kitchen this, this scenes. This actually sounds like you're going to make it make more sense than I thought it did. Uh, it is explained that Matthew McConaughey's character, Vilmer. That's right. Has been. Now, is his last name Valderrama? Did they ever address that, if that's his last name or not? Vilmer Slaughterrama. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. It's different. Explain different. when his own brother, W.E., states, you might want to shoot him in the gut, what to poison him from the inside out, because Vilmer's been shot many a time before. He got a hearty disposition. many a time before. Even the modern rescue. Even, even, and this is where the leg comes in, Run over, okay. Before. Which of course and survived it all. Back in the day, in 1994, when this was being filmed, when you yeah. got ran over and whatnot, and sometimes they would give you a robot leg, which you, you would control sometimes with a tiny remote control, or <laughs> sometimes or sometimes, two, or sometimes two, or, yeah. Sometimes it would just control itself like a normal leg. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but but that's what's happening here. He shows up. Uh-huh. Um. <clears throat> All right, you racing fans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean, the nerd right. stoner, was left behind with the unconscious guy. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, uh-huh. what's up, robot leg? Uh, how you doing? Uh, this guy, we got to get him some help. And he's like, oh, no, man, that guy's dead. <laughs> it's dead. crazy. <laughs> he's dead right in front uh, of you. Look at that, brother. So I was like, no, no, like... He's, no, he was literally no. just talking to me two seconds ago. He's not a dead guy. We need to get like an ambulance. Uh, out he's here. bleeding everywhere. Let him he's dead. Vilmer casually snaps his fucking neck, just staring the guy right in the eyes. It's like, well, I just killed this guy. Yeah. Now I'm staring you in the eyes. You're gonna have to fucking deal with it. And you learn like this is Vil- Vilmer's thing. He's just gonna like murder and torture and be weird and like stare at people and make not, them deal with it. Not care. He likes mind games. Mm-hmm. He likes fucking with people. He's pretty awesome. He's a pretty cool guy. He's maybe like the awesomest character I've ever seen in a movie, quite frankly. Yeah, he's 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 strong. He's like if Joe Rogan like uh was actually awesome yeah. and didn't just like have his dumb podcast. Famously, he's always like, "Oh, I'd like to fair. kill 
elk. You eat that, it makes you feel like aggressive and masculine. It's like, no, you snap like teenage Texas kids' necks right. in the fucking wilderness. That makes you feel aggressive and awesome. A lot of people say when uh, McConaughey won that Oscar, Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, he didn't win it for this? It was a bit of a mea culpa for yeah, this. So sorry, so sorry. Yeah. We uh, all know what you what, did is Vilmer. We know uh, what we should have done. Great fucking work, quite frankly. But yeah, he casually breaks a kid's neck. Uh, Sean freaks out. Then he starts menacing him with a knife mm-hmm. while robot leg limping and like also like leaning heavy into his weird southern accent and just like being like dripping with sweat. And I'm instantly just like, this is peak Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. This is the best performance I've ever seen out of him within 30 seconds of him showing up on screen in this fucking movie. He's got that. It's perfect. I'm still young, dirt stash, can't grow a full beard. It's so good. No one's told him not to I'm go gonna for it I'm slap yet. you and choke you and sweat on you, but you're still going to be attracted to me. That's like what's happening throughout this entire fucking gross fucking movie. He's constantly slicking his hair back, but it doesn't look good and cool. It's just dirty and sweaty. I oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. He's, he's, Sean takes off running. He's doing some things. So he hops up in his fucking uh, his crazy tow truck, which has like spotlights all over it. So we can like chase people down and spotlight on Call them. Call that a wrecker. So, uh. He's having fun, just like narrating uh-huh. to himself like he's a sports broadcaster while he's chasing down this teenage boy to kill him and stuff. And listen to it's, cool music on cassette. Yeah, also, that's like a thing that runs through this movie. Apparently, the soundtrack was never actually released because the movie was such a gigantic failure. But like, And there's too many bangers They did it. have a lot of like uh, local Austin bands contributing songs to it, which they did like very diegetically like throw into the movie because like, he's constantly putting cassettes into like fucking tape players and yeah. playing songs visibly and shit. It's getting down, bro. It's a shame. It's a shame we don't have this soundtrack on vinyl right now. It's a now. shame about Ray. Mondo needs to get on that or something, I think. Thank probably. you. They're from Texas mm-hmm. and the Austin. Yeah. Where, 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 where you been on this one? Brothers? I'll write a letter. Uh, after this, there's like more walking through the wood scenes. Heather and Barry and Jenny are walking. Some truck chases past them, and they're like, oh, stop, stop. The truck doesn't stop. So Heather and Barry are all like, oh, let's go run after this truck. Where Jenny's like, maybe not. Maybe that could be a murderer. Yeah. We're in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere, Texas. Remember Don't know Heather, why we drove out here. You kept we talking about it. The prom. Uh, could have drove anywhere. It's seemingly, we were in Austin, Texas city limits True. at a prom at a high school, and then we oh, I just love city limits. Drove out to the middle of foggy midnight woods for no reason. It sucks that we're out here right now. Um, Zellweger's all alone now, and she's like, "Oh man, I'm walking down the street by myself now. I'm having flashlight troubles. This thing's yeah. going in and out. It's a little wonky. Smack right? on this, it's going on and off." Uh, there's fog in the background that's backlit. We got very spooky classic monster movie vibes going, which I'm enjoying quite a bit, as a, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a jump scare here. She's like, oh, God, what was hey! that? It's just like a garbage bag that blew on her leg or something. And we're like, oh, God. Oh, blows oh. in her face. Okay, well, it blows in her face. I didn't notice because I always try to turn my eyes away from Renee Zellweger's face mm. whenever she's on screen, quite frankly. Because like, she'll turn yours oh, to stone. Oh, God, that's... That's unpleasant to look at. It's uh, okay here. She's still, which works for a horror movie right now, because I'm just, yeah, whenever she's beautiful. like, oh, God, it's supposed to be horrifying, so uh, it makes sense why yeah. her face would be on screen right now. I'm supposed to be disgusted by all of this. Hey. Uh-huh. Guess what? <laughs> I don't know what. Tell you in five seconds. Hit pause. Okay, we're pausing. 
watch out for the most, most amazing 3D effect. And don't go, oof, don't go away. We'll be right back. What I was going to tell you is, uh, oh yeah, I'm old and incapable as a human being. Uh, as as I notice it now, inner like, incapable. Uh, <coughs> You're an English guy. In in incapable. Yeah, that's of, what I uh, said. Getting through an entire podcast at this point without pissing out a bunch of uh, booze. However, yeah. you notice like this is this isn't a normal thing. Like this isn't your, you don't always say like hit no, pause no, no, and no, no, got no, beer. No, no. We did have a couple of beers before this. I know it's like, <laughs> oh God, we are running up on the stroke of midnight right here, uh-huh. uh, which is very spooky for one. October. Uh, this is appropriate, but uh, also just like, uh, oh God, we need to get through this fucking podcast. It's too late. Why are we doing this? Yeah, I got to get up at 6.30. Yeah, why do we still make ourselves do this? We got to get through this fucking movie. Because like Ugh. seven people text us and are like, race hey, this. what happened? Let's race through this so those seven people will shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. So, uh, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, Heather and Barry go chasing after the truck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jenny's by herself. Uh, there's she, a bag. She's like, I'm looking for Sean. I, I, I gotta go look for Sean. There's some weird stuff where Heather and Barry are talking, and Heather's just like, you know what it is? Like, uh, I'm just a bitch. I'm a bitch like my mom. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, that's what's going on. And I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. Not or at what all. that has to do with her character or what's all. happening. Like, just kill her already. Somebody should show up in Chainsaw Massacre already yeah. is what's happening. Like, uh... Uh, what what are we even talking about at this point? Um, Nothing. Most she she gives us some important backstory about Jenny though. She's like, I'll tell you about Jenny though. Like, you think she's like a nerd, Barry? And he's like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, Well, also she's been molested by like eight stepdads, so she's kind of a cool badass. Really? And also, I saw I her that part. naked in the gym class, and she's got like a low key, super hot body. How did I miss all that? I don't know. Probably because you were. First off, tuned out because she just wouldn't stop talking, and it, me- it added up to nothing until yeah. she started saying that. And then Barry was like, "Wait, seriously?" And also, yeah. I was like, "Wait, seriously?" Like, is Renee Zell? We're gonna like get her kid mm-hmm. off, and then have like mm-hmm. some super hot body in this movie. Yeah. Like, we'll see if that happens or not. She doesn't, but I, Barry's intrigued, and I I would say rightly so. I really like every time that Jenny gets brought up, and Barry's just like. She's such a dog. Yeah. <laughs> he does call her a dog several times. Like, this is the fucking movie Teen Witch. Yeah. Barry gets it. And you need to call girls dogs more. Yeah. Like, really, uh, I used to do it a lot, you know? Like, uh, yeah, you did. 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 Been There's that. a difference. Not dog. 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 Yeah. So they find a house eventually, and they're like, oh, here's a weird, like, uh, decrepit house. This seems like a perfect place to be. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a house. Yeah, so Heather's like, I'm going to sit on this porch swing. You walk around the house yeah. and see what's going on, Barry. I'm just going to be here alone. Oh, somebody creeps up behind her. Somebody in a butcher's smock. Oh, sniffing we're like, her who hair. is that? Like, oh, Without yeah. Without her knowing. Now somebody's sniffing the hair. Like, oh, I know who this is going to be. I did this to this a... Is, this is Leatherface. I did that to a woman at a Brewers game, much to my little brother's chagrin. Yeah, this is iconic horror movie villain slash yeah. you drunk in Milwaukee, right. Leatherface. You get it. The, the famous serial murderer. Yeah. That's what's happening here. Uh, another hillbilly shows up and brandishes a shotgun at Barry. We learn this is W.E. Slaughter, who's just like some sort of skinny hillbilly guy who's got a great gimmick where he likes to quote famous quotes and then mm-hmm. tell you who the quotes are because he's a very learned man. There's a twist because you don't think hillbilly guys are going to be all learned. No. Why? But he's, he knows a lot of shit. He's a great guy. He's great a good fucking guy. guy. 
Back on the porch, Heather and Leatherface see each other, so they start screaming and yeah, running she's around. Like, ah, this starts our screaming. But Leatherface starts screaming too, and we get like yeah. the new Leatherface in this one, where he's just not like a weird, just like a you know single-minded cannibal sort of no. butcher special needs man. He's also like a. Uh, 1996 Mankind from the WWE, which I I think he stole a lot of his shit from this fucking movie when Mick That's Foley fair. was becoming Mankind. Yeah, all the, the squeals, a lot of the, and the squealing and screaming and pulling at his hair and shit. Like Leatherface is doing all that shit here. Yeah, in 1995, they run around in circles screaming and squealing. It's it's very entertaining. It is nice. Yeah, I like it. I, I like everything Leatherface is doing in this fucking. I movie, like I this is. I will say this is a positive of the film. This is like Leatherface's first kill, and instead of just, which I have a problem with, mm. uh, a lack of overviolence. Sure. Nobody I, nobody really dies in this movie. I'm okay with the fact that he's just like, I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. I'm just going to lock you in this freezer. Yeah, if, if we're parallel in this movie, like... Leatherface, at this point in the first movie, bursts out of nowhere, grabs a bitch, like, throws her on a fucking hook, and like yeah. it's just, like, terrifying. It's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I knew something was going to happen, but not fucking that. And this one, he just, like, doesn't know what to do with her. Because he's They're running terrifying. around. It's yeah, they're fucking, world. like, wrestling at each other. Like, he's ragdolling her around, but doesn't know what to do with her. Eventually, he, like, throws her in, like, a rickety old freezer, but then it doesn't have a lock on it, so she keeps popping out. He's like, oh, fuck! She's popping out again. He's screaming more. Trying to throw like heavy stuff on top of it. He doesn't know how to keep her in here. This is a, this is a even more childlike Leatherface we're doing right here in 1995. I don't know that I'm a fan of the take, but like I agree with the way old boy's playing him. He's playing it great. Like I, I appreciate his take on Leatherface right here. Barry, meanwhile, is like a. Oh, man, this guy's got me at gunpoint. What am I going to do? He's trying to talk his way out of it, kind of like uh, Jeremy Piven in a Judgment yeah, Night. Like, uh, I know cool. all about, like, fucking lawyer shit Absolutely. and whatnot. Like, you're not going to want to shoot me, you dumb hillbilly. I'm, I'm a little an important white okay. guy. Yeah. yeah. W.E. Slaughter doesn't care, though. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you know how many quotes I know, You know how bro? much weird shit I've done? You know how many weird yeah. quotes I've memorized? Yeah. You're going to get fucking, like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be eating your sautéed butt cheeks by the end of this night. Hell you're all yeah. fucking cocky. But uh, Barry's all like, oh, look over there. Hop! And then he jumps in the house and locks the door. And he's like, ha yeah. ha, got away from him. And it's like, well, you're just in the murder house now, man. Like, you yeah. didn't get away from anything. You just locked yourself inside the murder house. That's stupid. I like that the way he tricks W. He's like, oh, it's cool. We can go inside. I got to take a piss anyways. But then <laughs> old boy gets in that weird ass house and is like, yeah, let me find the bathroom. I do need to take a piss. It's, it's weird that, yeah, he, he's so committed to taking a piss in the face of like uh, all this clear horror movie shit yeah. that's happening to him at this as point. soon as you walk in this house it's nothing but like clutter and hoarding and yeah. i'm gonna murder you garbage it's a murder house entirely yeah and he's like where's heather hey heather and then he gets axed by leatherface yeah which once again not axed like leatherface hit splits his skull with an axe it's like a no, he hits him with like butt a of the axe like of he's just yeah. like oh you're unconscious and like he's giving him rabbit kicks to the ribs and shit and just like man does barry ever come back after this is this like barry's death scene i guess so yeah we never see him again no there's no blood we never see him killed it's just like blunt trauma i guess concussion death which is fucking lame as shit 
There is just like no blood, no, no. chainsaw massacre whatsoever in this fucking there's, movie. There's no massacre in you this. You gotta imagine that 102 minute fucking like South by Southwest cut. What was cut has to have been like the, the all chainsaw the massacres, scenes? like yeah. probably all the chainsaw massacres, I would fucking imagine. I'm hoping so. Or even like the fucking like, uh, we go from like a 94 minute cut uh, originally to like the 87 now, yeah. maybe another seven minutes of. Chainsaw massacrings? I don't know. Because this is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie with no chainsaw massacres, which if you can throw any fucking yeah. criticism at it, it's that's a big one. That's, that's a, fucking a huge big one. one. Right there. Yeah. That's going to hurt you. Somehow Heather gets out of the freezer, though, and she's running around during all this. So like he's he picks her up and he puts her on a hook like he does that chick in the first movie. It's like, oh, finally oh, at least somebody's yeah. like had their flesh penetrated by a rusty, gross fucking Something nice at something. least, yeah. Meanwhile, Vilmer finds Jenny out in the road, and he's all, like, being cool and dickheaded, where she's like, hey, I got questions. And he's all like, I'm answering your questions with questions, because mm. I'm fucking gaslighting you, and mm-hmm. I'm a fucking cool guy, and chicks dig this shit. Get in my fucking truck, or don't. I don't care. Cool cool. And she's like, oh, I don't think I should get in your truck. He's like, fine, don't. I'm leaving. Probably you're fucking going to be left out in the woods then. I don't care. I'm a fucking cool guy. Look at me. I'm and driving she's like, wait, away. wait, 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 wait. I'll get in your fucking truck. You you're right. Cool. You're right, cool guy. Cool guys are cool. I'm getting in your fucking cool. truck. He's pretty cool. As soon as she gets in the truck, though, he turns into fucking awesome-ass abusive guy, where he's like, check it out. You're yeah. dumb, and I'm smart. Here's the reasons why you're dumb, and I'm smart. Yeah. I'm going to ask you questions you can't answer. Hey, look at this stuff that makes you fucking scared. Uh, you don't like it. I'm going to show it to you anyways. That's your boyfriend dead yeah. behind my truck. I'm going to put have my hand look. on your fucking head and make you look at it. Turn around, have a look. It's a classic. Have Anytime you see like a guy like abusing his girlfriend at like Six Flags, yeah, just and just like, like everybody's too uncomfortable to like yeah. step in and be like, oh, I don't know these people, I don't yeah. know what their relationship yeah. is. Clearly, this girl's abused by this guy. But I don't know what's going on. Like, this is it, like times ten. That's kind of what this movie is. Right. Just like looking at a guy who clearly slaps his girlfriend around, but they're at Six Flags. So like he's just got his hand really hard on the back of her neck and he's not slapping her there, but you know what happens. Yeah. But you don't know if you should do anything about it or you can do anything about it. So you're just going to let it happen. I don't care how bumpy American Eagle is, that's babe. Right. Yeah. This could be the last time it's open. We're getting that's, on the fucking ride. That's, that's the whole rest of this movie. Just a guy making his girl... Go on the American Eagle, even though yeah. it knocks her head around and makes her earrings make the back of her earlobes bleed. Because yeah. you just you're getting you're getting head bumps. Red's racing blue, babe. It's yeah. it's iconic. So, anyways, she sees Sean, her stoner, I guess platonic friend, not even boyfriend, dead, yeah. strung up in the back of the tow truck. She's Both like, halves. Oh shit, I don't like this. This is yeah. scary as fuck. And he's like, Yeah, you're scared, ain't you? Hello. That's what I like. Hello. I like this being scared, so. Have a look. She jumps out of the moving vehicle, which at this point, just very smart. Very, very smart shit right there. Yeah. This is what's happening. Uh, he's doing a lot of his McConaughey laughing here. Just like classic, just like McConaughey having a good time. Yeah. But it's menacing because he's killing people. It's uh-huh. not like fun like it usually is. No, he's not. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm like, oh, man, I usually like to have fun with McConaughey, but I don't know if I'm on board with this. This is... 
This is hitting me in all my weird emotions. Uh, maybe I'll watch girl, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past a l- little later, you know, balance it out. How'd you know? How'd you know what I was doing? I know how you get down. So he's like, oh, sweet, I can chase her down now. Like, I got all these cool spotlights up on my wrecker here. She's yeah. running through an open field. Like, normally she'd probably disappear in the darkness. Now with all these fucking spotlights. No. It's straight up like the scene where they're hunting kangaroos and Crocodile Dundee is what I got going on fucking right here. Chases are all the way to the tree line. Can't wait till we do Aussie August next year. <laughs> I'll talk about all three Dundee movies. And then we and, round it out with Yahoo Serious. And yes! Yahoo Serious's Young Einstein. I'll fucking do that shit, no problem. That's a month of movies right there. Anywho. Chases her to the tree line, and she's all like, huh, huh, made it to the trees. And he's got the spotlight on her. He's like, you, you're fucking stupid. You think you're going to run away from me? It's not going to happen. I don't even care. Also, chases her to the trees after she's the second person he's chased down with the truck. And That's they're right. both just running along roads with trees yeah. all alongside the roads. roads and the and whole time you're like... Just get off the road and run through the trees. Done. And then he can't chase you with a truck. What's the worst that could happen? Jason Voorhees is out there? Better than what I'm dealing with right now. That's fair. Either way, he's like... Jason's a quick killer. No problem. I'll just turn around and drive away. I don't even care that you got away. And she's like... This seems kind of too convenient. I don't yeah. know. Did I really get a... Oh, God! Chainsaw noises out of nowhere! Yeah. Yeah. Leatherface is behind her. That's why he didn't care. His his brother Leather. Yeah. I love him. I kind of calls him Leather. Leather. Hey, Leather. Hey, Leather. He's fucking out there with a chainsaw. He's chasing her. She's running away in hysterics. Yeah. Uh, they run through a stream, which makes her white prom dress all see-through. And I'm mm. like, oh, we're probably going to get an eyeful here. But that no. never really happens, no. which uh, seemed weird to me. It's That's really upsetting. Uh, Darla's uh, flash of her fake titties is the only weird news that you be getting this, which yeah, is a little yeah. bit of a criticism I can throw this movie, I think, quite frankly. Um, I wrote down uh, Leatherface. He's got great cardio. Oh, yeah, for sure. For a for a chunky guy, yeah. he does a lot of running in this movie, yeah. for sure. He's Especially as we know that he scored the film, a music nerd and a chunky guy. Yeah. Wouldn't have expected him to be able to do all this running. No, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a real triple threat. For sure. So she makes her way running all the way back to the cannibal house. Yeah, she makes like, it. No, oh, she, she she's not going to get safe there. That's not the place to go. She makes it to fake tits office. Mm. That's where she runs to, right? No, no? she runs into the cannibal house. Cause, oh, like, that's right. Yeah, this is where they get the big chase. That's she gets right. in a yeah, room. I'm sorry. She finds a fake cop. Or a, not a fake cop. A dead cop. Dead cop. And she's like, oh, here's a gun. I'll shoot fucking Leatherface. Yeah. Uh, she tries to shoot him. Cliffhanger-esque, no bullets, bitch moment. Yeah. Fucking, that thing is fucking out of bullets. So she's like, shit, I better run upstairs. Yeets herself straight through a fucking mm-hmm. plate glass window onto the roof. Then we get a So I Married an Axe Murderer sort of rooftop chase where Leatherface is yeah. still after her on the fucking roof. It's nice. She climbs up a TV antenna, yeah. the dumb bitch, and I'm like, where is this going to get you? Where do you think you're going now? That was fucking, stupid. This is stupid as shit. Everything else she does is plucky. But then she, like, fucking, like, uh, spider monkeys herself off the fucking antenna onto, like, the the fucking electric wires Some and starts wire. shimmying herself away from the house. I'm like, holy shit, is she going to make it? Yeah. This is, this is weirdly working out. But then, uh, no, Leatherface chainsaws the wires and she takes like a three-story tumble and hits the ground. So through that's a, not good. Through Almost like a, worked. Through Almost like a worked. greenhouse. Then she's, yeah, she's like, oh God, got to get myself, get myself together. Uh, 
Got to walk away. Is Leatherface still after me? Yes! There's a weird dilapidated greenhouse, and he bursts his way through all the fucking windows and is chasing after again. Chainsaw noises! Chainsaw noises! (laughs) And this is when she runs her way all the way back to slutty chick's fucking weird office inside the fucking trailer. And she's like, fake off. Oh, God, fake tits. The craziest shit happened. And she's like, don't you worry. That's just local boys trying to scare you. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I'm she's weirdly just like, and okay, yeah, like, uh, oh, God, I'm going to let you take care of me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> You're not going to. That's an insane thing to say to yeah. you right now. Just local boys. Trying to... You saw the most insane shit anybody's ever seen right now. Yeah. <laughs> also, the Vilmer guy she called originally is, you've already met him. He's the tow truck murderer. Yeah. What, what yeah. are you doing? Get out of here. She's part of it. I like that she doubles down at least and it tries to explain like no 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 there's a man with a chainsaw mm. and she's just like nah yeah it's, it's probably normal it's, there's this is texas man yeah, there's tons of guys with chainsaws get down so anyways we slaughter shows up instead of Vilmer, and he's got a cattle prod so he starts yeah. cattle prodding renee zellweger and it's pretty funny then like she's all like all in like a ball. Then he starts beating her with a cattle prod. Yeah, and then he like whipping her with it. Throws a garbage bag around her and throws her in the back of the, tr- the trunk of a yeah. fucking car and shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of female abuse going on on screen now, right now. I guess it's great. And you get this like sort of your, this is the point where you're starting to realize like, uh, we got this family here and we got this fucking chain of abuse mm-hmm. and the shit rolls downhill, man. Vilmer is the top of it. He can abuse fucking Darla Darla, because fucking W.E. here is trying to, like, do a little, like, yeah. head fakes at Darla. Like, hey, hey, I'm crazy. And she's like, I don't give a fuck about you. Get you ain't nothing. She's not afraid of him. Yeah. So all he can really fucking abuse is Leatherface. Leatherface is at the bottom. This yeah. is all about abuse and power dynamics and yeah. relationships and the things we do bad to other people. Like, uh, Who's got what over who? Oh, yeah. All brought to horror horror movie fucking levels right here. This is, this is the strange dynamics in this family. And that's done really well in this movie, I yeah. think. Just like, uh, how they do it all, it's all a, throughout. It's established. Whenever they're all well. in the same room and interacting with each other, I just love these fucking abusive, insane people bouncing off of each other. Right? The roles are very defined. But uh, either way... He throws her into the trunk of the car, and he's like, all right, take her back to our murder house. And she's like, no, no, no. First things first, I'm going to go to a drive-thru fucking, like, uh, hamburger stand, and not order the hamburgers, but order some pizzas. Three or four. Three or four pizzas is what I'm going to do here in Texas. And then drinks in a bag. Whoo, that's on my notes too, Matt. There we go. (laughs) So first off, she gets four pizzas through a drive-thru at a place that's like hamburgers, hot dogs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, also, they're they're selling pizzas out of this drive This has got to be the worst pizzas you ever got. It's a tiny-ass little, like, fucking... Makes no sense. Not even like a... What did we just get? To a Sonic? Yeah. It's, it's not um, even as big as that. It's a low-rent local, like, equivalent of a Sonic. Hilariously, you hear Renelle Zedwiger screaming her fucking head off from the trunk of the car. Yeah. And the... Pimple-faced teenage boy. Like <laughs> it's, it's basically pimple-faced teenage boy from the Simpsons yeah. characters being like, oh, what's that? What's that noise coming from here? Call oh. the lady. She's like, hey, don't worry about it. Yeah. She gets the pizzas and then goes back, pops open the trunk. She's like, hey, Renell Zewer, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. Ah. At this point, two cops roll up directly behind her, and you're like, oh, God, 
this is going to be tense for Darla. She's got a woman tied up in her trunk and there's cops. But no, it's not tense at all. It's just like a parody moment. Like cops right. are stupid morons. We're like, oh. one cop is Deborah McMichael. Yeah, She's just Stone trying Cold's to order wife, fucking yeah. hot dogs. The other one's like, hey, what's up, sexy lady? Hey, you want fuck, She's girl? like, don't worry about what I got in my trunk. Shut up, you dumb cop, you idiot. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. So she does. She slams the fucking door shut, and the cops are like, oh, I guess I just have to listen to her. Mm-hmm. At this point, the drive-thru guy's like, hey, don't forget your drinks, mm-hmm. and hands her a gigantic overstuffed white bag, and I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> Who has ever put drive-thru drinks in a big bag? That's, That's not right. a thing. What is this That's thing? Right. That's not a thing, movie. This is the most insane thing you're asking me to Try fucking that. accept. Slip that past everyone what? as if they've what? never gotten drinks in a drive through They've gotten drinks in a drive through a thousand times. They come in some weird fucking like semi-stiff drink carrier. Yeah. Never a bag wrapped around them. That would be an untenable thing that would cause drinks to spill around inside of that bag willy-nilly. This day and age, a lot of times, you got to ask if you even want the fucking carrier. They won't even just give it to you anymore. You got to be like, hey, let me get a carrier. You're not good for the environment. These people are nuts, man. So she's driving back home now. She comes across Heather crawling Uh, across the road. I'm like, how the fuck did Heather get out? I don't know. She doesn't care. We don't care. It's not addressed. Doesn't matter. She's bleeding pretty good. She gets out and she like tries to beat Heather, but hilariously just is like too lazy and bad at it. So she doesn't even care. And she's like, oh, whatever. I'm fucking out of here. She's like, oh, look at you. You're injured. Let me get you a blanket. And like Heather starts putting it together real quick. Like this bitch ain't going to help me. She's just going to hurt me. And she's hitting her with a stick real weak. Real weak. Heather's like, please just stop hitting me. So she goes back home. She's got the pizzas. The whole family, uh, I guess mine is Vilmer here, is together for this time. So we're getting yeah. the, the dynamic here, the chain of abuse. Leatherface is getting abused by everybody. Yeah. W.E.'s getting talked down to by Darla. He's taking an ox from Leather. Then we go inside the kitchen, and Vilmer is there, and he's pissed off. He's what, like, what? He why are my batteries not charged? Yes. He's very, very pissed about his batteries. Not yeah. He's got a robot leg, man. He needs charged batteries at all times, or that mm-hmm. robot leg is not going to work. Mm-hmm. To this point, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like the big tense thing in the final act where just like he's about battery. to kill her, but then the battery runs out because yeah. it wasn't charged, and this is going to be... Yeah. No, no, that's not a thing. No? Oh. <laughs> There's no, no sensical like A oh, to B to C plot thread uh, ever is die? developed and then pays off How remotely in this movie like that. That's not a, that's not a thing How that happens at all. he die? Uh, they take Renelle, Renee Zellweger out of the car, yeah. rip through the garbage bag she's tied up in. Fucking McConaughey's just straddling her and just talking shit yeah. to her at this point. He's just like uh, saying all sorts of weird shit about yeah. how the FBI's around and there's transmitters in the walls yep. and stuff. And I'm like, all in the what's walls. that have to do anything about a hillbilly murder cannibal family? Not a whole lot. That seems out of left field. I don't know. Yeah, He's strangling her and then he's sticking his fingers down in her throat as far as they'll go. Just mm. He's doing... Uh, the, the most uncomfortable things you could possibly do to somebody mm-hmm. just be like, hey, like, uh, I'm in charge. You're not in charge. I can violate you in any way yeah. I want to. And you're just like, oh, this is going to get weird and like sexual real quick, this movie probably. But it's not. Also, uh, that never really happens either. No. It's, it took, every, every time I thought this movie was going to zig and zag, as it turns out. It took, a, it took a, a, a real daring director with a chicken leg. To really bring that out of them. Yeah, yeah. Later on, Killer Joe. Maybe we'll talk about that someday. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that chicken leg uh, scene 
more tense and harrowing than anything in this movie by like a hundred times. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah, I times one thousand. I don't know. I, I'd say like a all million doing times. Is, all they're Sounds doing is eating KFC, yeah. K fried C in that one, and who, who? There's mm. some. Mm. Check out Killer Joe if you haven't. But uh, yeah, yeah um, they drag Heather in, and Zellweger's all like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do to her? What are you gonna do to me?" Hey! McConaughey's still doing his, like, answering a question with a question. She's like, what am I going to do? No, what are you going to do? And it's yeah. like, man, how do you argue with that? How do you right. argue with somebody who answers every question? You ask him with another question. This is infuriating. He's like, here's what you need to know. Heather's still alive, and I'm about to bite her face. Oh, he's so good at these power games. Yeah. What's he going to do next? I don't, I don't fucking know. Here's your friend. I'm biting her face. Yeah. I'm so, Matthew McConaughey. After that, like, Darla's got Zellweger in the bedroom and she's prettying her up or whatever he's like oh look at your face we're gonna do some stuff and i'm gonna talk to you about the illuminati also the illuminati is an important part yeah. of this movie as it turns out he works, what is she explains mcconaughey works for the people you that know kill Wilmer, people that you that don't guy, know the people he's got a thing he works for those people yeah he's the one they're working for that's why i do whatever he says nate what <laughs> I'll also speed it up for you. Sure. This is where we hit the point where the movie hits a vicious cycle of, let's go to the kitchen and threaten you. Gibberish and threats. You run away. Gibberish and threats. Running we catch away you. Threats. <laughs> let's go back to the kitchen and talk about how we're going to hurt That's you. That's right. I wrote, uh, dialogue in this movie is just nonsense. Uh, yeah. It's like purposeful stupid nonsense though like you're supposed to not understand what they're saying so it feels like just like hanging out with somebody who like was at the capitol at january 6th yeah, like that's you fair. know what's going on it's because yeah. trump over here and the jews over here yeah. and that's got something to do with why i gotta rape this woman in fucking middle of the woods in texas yeah. it all makes sense if mcconaughey was wearing that bear hood like that one guy mm, like yeah for sure for i sure. get it so it gets to the point where just hilariously they're all screaming and abusing each other to the point mm. where Renee Zellweger's like, oh, I'm just going to get up and leave and nobody's going to fucking notice. You, you won't know? talk to me that way. <laughs> so so that fucking happens. Yeah. Leatherface is screaming in the background, pulling her hair. Uh, yeah. She just takes the shotgun away from them and is like, I got the shotgun now. Fucking, yeah. uh, fucking everybody back off. McConaughey's like, Oh, yeah? You think I'm scared? I'm just going to open my throat and chug a bottled beer for no reason. <laughs> oh, he does a lot of great stuff here. Like, everybody else is like, well, we should be careful. We don't know if that gun's loaded. McConaughey doesn't mm -hmm. care. He starts opening up his shirt, yeah. cutting his chest cutting with a knife. Up, open throat and chugging He's, beers. Yeah. And constantly, like, opening his mouth up and sticking his fingers in. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I swear, if you try anything, I'll shoot you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They already tried a bunch of shit. Yeah, like, shoot him. You should what shoot, are you doing? You should shoot him specifically. Yeah, specifically, yeah. he's the one you need to shoot right fucking yeah. now. But she does not do it. Um, no. Yeah, they've tried fucking everything. At this point, Darla's like, the pizzas are getting cold. Yeah. So McConaughey is like, fuck, what'd you say about the pizzas? I'm going to throw you on I the ground. I hit you hard. Stop my robot foot on your throat and, and start fucking- Crank up the capacity yeah. on it. So Zewager is finally just like, oh, um, I guess I'll fucking try to get out of here or I don't know. Yeah. I'm scared. No, I'll shoot him. And then the gun misfires. 
that. And this is when the greatest moment in the movie happens. Um, I think was in the previous movie, I remember. Like, uh, it's when McConaughey, the gun, he puts the gun in his mouth. She tries to fire. It misfires. He takes it from her and then just like doing the sand people thing from Star Wars. Yeah. He does the sand people thing from Star Wars where he's listening to his head. <laughs> It's yeah. fucking insane. It's full on the thing from Star Wars. It is. And it's not just like McConaughey is taking like inspiration from Star Wars. It's, no, he's no, doing Vilmer, it. the character in this movie, yeah. is doing Star Wars shit because he loves Star Wars. Yeah. That's how fucking direct and like weird like, the thing it fucking is. It's pretty amazing, yeah. though. It's, it's pretty fucking awesome. So, like, uh, she. Zellweger's like, oh, God, I get out of here. She runs out of here, tries to steal the car. McConaughey jumps on the hood of the car, though, and she's like, yeah. oh, God, I'm scared. Swerve around, crash into a tree. McConaughey drags her out, drags her back into the fucking house. That getaway yep. doesn't fucking work. No. Nope. And then we're like, back in the kitchen. What's next? Ooh, jump cut back to the beginning of the movie. Red lipstick on some lips. Oh, yeah, that's right. This time, oh, it's Leatherface. Leatherface is now Bottle. dressing himself up as a sexy Bottle. lady. And we've got a, he's listening to a record where Deborah Harry's singing in German. It might as well have been Goodbye Horses, but it's Deborah Harry singing in German. Would I don't you, fucking know. Would you have he's, me? He's dressed up as a sexy woman now. I'd have me so hard. Meanwhile, Darla's in the kitchen reheating the pizzas in a toaster oven. And I'm just like, yeah. not only is this shitty drive through Texas pizza, now we've let it get cold and we're reheating it in a toaster oven. Jesus Christ, this is going to be the worst pizza anybody's ever just, eaten. I just like her committing commitment to serving McConaughey a warm meal. That's right. McConaughey is just like I appreciate this commitment yeah. to me that you have. This is why I'm gonna slap the shit out of you some more because yeah. we have a very hypersexual hyper abusive relationship. Right. It's clearly what gets both of us going. He's like, I, They're he's, just beating the shit out of each other in the kitchen again. He's just telling her I told you I had Chipotle for lunch at work. I don't eat pizza. She hilariously screams at him You better be nice to me. I can always go back to my husband. Uh, I'm like, what? I love that line. What, what does that mean? It's the only time in the movie that I love the zero explanation. Who could he be? Right. What can that backstory yes. be? Right. You can go back to him? Where's he at right now? That's insane. Is he worse than these people? So now that the pizza's reheated, we can get everybody together finally around for the classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre fucking dinner scene. I could go back to my husband, the Hellraiser guy. <laughs> McConaughey gives us legitimately no joke, straight up his catchphrase. All right, all right, all right. Welcome he walks to my into the world. <laughs> fucking, we're all together. Uh, so yeah, fucking. And I was at this point, it hit me like, why are we eating pizza? Like this is a movie about cannibals. Yeah. They always have been. It's always been like we're eating human flesh at the right. dinner scene. Yeah. They've got the classic like, oh, it's barbecue scene of just like uh, it's barbecue. Yeah, propped up corpses around the table. Try There's the a bunch barbecue. of dead people. <laughs> like it's always barbecue, yeah. but but no, like weirdly, it's pizzas in this one. Uh, strange, strange. But uh, he goes and paintbrushes Zellweger, so she yeah. wakes up and she's like, oh, what's going on? Like. Oh, wait, I'm sitting dressed pretty at a dinner table. It's still with these insane people, but also like three or four more people who are far dead corpses. Yeah, dead and as also, shit. And also, good God, Leatherface is dressed as a pretty woman now. Yeah. And he start, she starts screaming again. Yeah. So then Leatherface starts screaming too. 
Right. Now hilariously, it's not like insane shrieks like he did at the beginning because no. he's a dainty woman now. So right. now he's doing dainty woman screaming. Yeah. Man, this guy who played Leatherface is so good in this movie. It's I love fucking everything he does. A lot of range. Just so a character good. performance like you so wouldn't good. believe. This movie's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. So uh, this shit happens. Things are going around. People are slapping each other, screaming at each yeah. other. I don't, it's all gibberish. Yeah. Eventually, Zellweger, though, is like taking a stand and she's like, all right, I've had enough. You're not going to scare me anymore. I'm in charge. You're stupid. I kind of took the stance earlier, <laughs> but now I'm doing it for real. Yeah. But then as she's trying to like say her piece, McConaughey just keeps spitting hockers at her tits. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Just think about like the day they were filming this where right. she's just like trying to say her monologue and then McConaughey is just like, Willy nilly spitting at her tits. Yeah. Like is that in the is that in the script? Are they quote unquote spitballing this? This is this is, this is, this is how Bill Murray got that Aziz movie shut down. Yeah, he was just trying to do some little fucking, you Ooh, know, improvising, man. Like uh just going with the scene, seeing where it yeah. takes us. Push you down on the fucking bed and put my hand on your throat. We'll see what happens. This is when we start getting extra screamy with McConaughey too. Mm-hmm. And he's not like And Darla starts yelling scared. about the chip that's inside of her brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like more government stuff. What? McConaughey's just like making fun of Renee Zilliger anytime she yells. She, he's just doing like the mm-hmm. making yeah, fun of stuff. Oh, oh it's so good. He starts talking about how they his brother wants her face. So yeah. we learn the whole idea. This is like basically the reason they haven't killed her is because Leatherface wants to wear her face, so they're gonna yeah. cut her fucking face off, which makes some fucking sense. And tits. Except that like uh, I don't know, wouldn't Leatherface want like less of just like a bee stung, puffy, pouty, been sucking on lemons all day face? That's I would gonna, imagine. Well, it's gonna stretch well. Zoe, yeah. Oh, maybe it'll stretch well. I guess. Yeah, maybe yeah. it makes sense. But then like at one point, Zoeger's had enough, and she just bows up to McConaughey and slaps him in the face a couple times. Yeah. She's just like, fucking hell no. Like, I've had enough. Yeah. You shut up. You're a pussy. And he stops dead in his tracks. You could tell he gets his dick gets hard. And he's like, yep, this is what I'm into. This is what I want. Fucking this like, is what we've been she's cracked for. the code. She's figured it out. And I'm like, oh, man, is this movie taking a weird right turn now? We're like... Zellweger is going to take charge yeah, and she's going to be this fucking thing, whatever. But uh, uh, no, she calls him pathetic. Mm. And then he flips out. He's like, oh, I'll prove to you I'm not pathetic. So he like hits Darla. He grabs a hammer. He smacks W.E. Slaughter in the head with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Chain of use is rolling Knocks downhill. Leatherface is screaming and pulling his hair out. Uh, fucking Jenny's at the top of the hill for a second. But then Grandpa gets up and starts running around like, Holy shit, he's alive? I thought he was a corpse this whole time. They always pull that, oh, God, Grandpa's a corpse, but then he comes back alive shit in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. She's doing too much of the, what she did earlier on when she got fucked up yep. in the kitchen the first yep. time. she should have stuck with it. She's, like, trying to get Heather. She was in charge for a second. She's like, Heather, come on, we gotta go. Heather, come on, we gotta go. It's like and that, then she loses it. She loses the thread. That bitch got stabbed with a meat hook. Mm-hmm. Like, look at that blood, like... She's, She's basically dead. Out, and then McConaughey, like, he sniffs it. And he's like, oh, wait, for a second, I was hypnotized by her taking assertive dominance. Now she's just being a little bitch again. So I'm going to grab some fucking lighter fluid and a yeah. lighter. I'm just going to light Heather on fire. So he does. Which he does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She runs around for a second on fire, but then Darla puts her out. I'm like, fucking Darla, what are you doing putting her out? That's weird. Is there going to be any, like, awesome, like, murder scenes in this 
massacre movie at all or what, whatever. Yeah. If I can... Let's watch her knock herself out. Once Zellweger, yeah, sees her, sees Heather on fire. She goes back to crying and shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that takes care of your little coup. That's over. Yeah. You're not so tough anymore. Meanwhile, a limo shows up. <laughs> Must be fucking Burt Reynolds some, or something. Some huh? guys in suits get out. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. Is all this rambling about the Illuminati and shit like coming to fruition? It's How's this kind movie going to come together? Is, 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 is the Lincoln lawyer here? Like, yeah. What's going to fucking happen right here? Is, huh, so a guy in a suit with a misplaced Time. accent gets out. It's a flat circle. Also, he's got no sideburns. And no. it's not just like the straight across sideburns. It's like a backwards 45 degree angle. Like I'm going to have no goddamn sideburns fucking haircut, which is insane. Because he's like wearing a suit and he's classy, but like just fucking s- straight up like yeah, even above the sideburns, like 45 degree angle shaved yeah. off thing. And that's weird. That wasn't a thing. That was never a look at any point like ever in well, history. It's what Tim Heidecker did in like the last two seasons a little of bit, Tim and Eric. A little bit. Is this guy doing a German accent, I guess? His name's Rothman in the credits. He's it's doing hard to say. an accent. It's fucking hard to say. It's hard to say. But he comes in and now clearly he's in charge. Mm-hmm. Everybody's afraid mm-hmm. of him. And he's like, yeah, I'm the Illuminati. You've all been working for me. Everything you've done here, like slapping around high school kids, this is all the most important people in the world have come together to make sure this happens for centuries. Hell yeah. What? (laughs) What are you saying, movie? And that just makes no sense to me. Yeah. Until he then unbuttons his shirt and reveals that his whole like torso is full of weird like ruin scars and his belly has like three different like... uh, Belly, yeah, rings. like rings, piercings over his torso, and I'm like, "Oh, that's weird as fuck." Yeah, and then he just starts licking Renee Zellweger's face up and down, that's like not weird, just over and over again. And I'm like, "I don't even care what he was trying to say. No. Doesn't matter. Makes sense to me now." Yeah. So uh, after that, he's just like, "All right, uh, here I am doing weird shit and saying shit that makes no sense. I'm gonna now." Pick two pieces of pizza up off the ground, uh huh, and then leave. Later on, yeah, peace out. So it went down. I was like, did I miss something important there? What did he say? It seemed like that was going to be a big plot development. I don't know. Nah, it was nothing. Nothing, because then McConaughey just starts using his robot leg to crush Heather's skull. Yeah, and you hear it. It crushes it to smithereens. Right. Heather is now finally dead after being put up on a hook and like yeah. slapped around and lit on fire and whatever. Now Poor her lady. skull's crushed. About uh, time. Yeah, for sure. Zellweger's like, uh, oh God, this is insane. Darla's like, oh, this is insane. W's like, blah, blah. they all start screaming and slapping and abusing each other again. So yeah. Zellweger's like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm going to run out of here again. Yeah. Leatherface is like, go, bro. Thank, thankfully, Leatherface is paying attention. He's like, I don't like that. Let me grab my chainsaw and chase after her. We got I another still, classic. I still care. Texas Chainsaw Massacre chainsaw chase happening here. <laughs> McConaughey gets to her before she can leave the house. So puts her in a full Nelson, gets her down on the ground. It's like, I got her in a full Nelson, yeah. Nelson leather. Yep. Chainsaw her face off. Chainsaw Cut her face it. off. But then she gets hold of the remote control, Matt. Which was the remote control established before this in the movie? Yes. I know that he wanted his batteries charged, but did we ever see that there was 
a remote control that yeah. controlled the, the robot yeah. leg. So didn't notice until right. the end. So the scene. Wish went, they would have set it up a little more. No, the scene when Darla's like, "Hey, I cooked you pizza. I want to fuck you." Uh-huh. Yo, yeah. In the kitchen, Which, she gets a hold of one of it. his remotes and keeps Great like approach. dropping him to a one. knee. Okay. And it's like, I'm going to make you eat my pussy. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's the old dominance thing yeah. she was pulling. Yeah. So now Renee Zellweger's got it. She's able to survive by hitting all the buttons. Mm-hmm. She's just like fucking street fighter in the buttons, and his leg's going all willy-nilly. She gets out, and she goes fucking running. She's taking the same approach she does when she uh, s- shares the stage with Coyote Shivers to sing Sugar High. Pretty much. There's a lot of shaking. <laughs> You see yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, she runs out into the distance. She gets out of the house. Uh, Leatherface runs after her with the chainsaw, to which yeah. uh, Matthew McConaughey stumbles out to the uh, front porch and he yells, Get her, Leather! Get her, Leather! And then he pauses and then he yells, What's he yell? Vilmer! And I'm like, Wait, that's your that's name. your name, right. And he yells, Get that bitch! Go! And I'm like, Vilmer's your name. <laughs> yeah. I guess he was just psyching himself up at that point. I don't know. Was Everybody's he? just vibing right now. Was he? Everybody's or, just vibing. Or did he think that that was W.E.'s character's name? Who's, who's, yeah, well, good question. I don't know. Ugh. So, we get to the what the fuck ending. I feel like he might not have known who he was playing in this. Suddenly, she's running down the street. Yeah. It's morning. It's We've gone from dark nighttime to broad daylight. I like when horror movies do that. Because <laughs> then I'm always like... How long have they been running? I'm like, oh, phew, we've made it. Uh, How good uh, is this cardio? Yeah. Running up We see there's an airplane in the air. Yeah. Apropos of nothing. That's gotta just be an established shot of an airplane. Like, huh? I was like, that's W.E. There's an RV. There's some old people drinking Bloody Marys in an RV. That's cool. Zellweger's like, stop. And they're like, oh, we can't stop, but hop in as we drive because I can see you're in some shit. Yeah. She drives in at a full sprint. Leatherface can't make it. He doesn't He doesn't hit the fucking hop, so no. they're going. She's like, oh, shit, they got away. Nope. Fucking Vilmer's behind him and his fucking wrecker, his tow truck. Wrecker. Leather gets up on it. He's hanging out the side window. He's chainsawing the side of their RV. Pretty cool. Old man freaks out, swerves a little bit, flips the fucking thing. They do yeah. a full-on fucking RV tumble. It's fucking crazy. <sighs> Leather and gets out. Renee mm. gets out. They're running around, climbing over things, yep. cat and mousing. Yep. Vilmer's there now. They're chasing her down the road, this dirt road. When the plane... Yeah. Is this W.E. fucking flying this plane? Do we I ever see that? No, I just assumed it was. I don't know. Yeah, it never it. establishes who's flying this plane at all or yeah. why this plane's here. It just randomly swoops down real close to the ground and uh, uses its propellers to murder Vilmer. So he's dead. Yeah. He gets hit in the head by the plane. That's right. Chopped up by the propellers. And then Renee Zellweger's like, oh, oh, good, because he was trying to kill me. Yeah. And then Leatherface is like, oh, God, my... My brother's dead. Right. He's upset. I'm going to do my classic leather face move where yep. I start spinning around in circles with my chainsaw like yeah. the end of the first Texas Chainsaw Master. Screaming like a People banshee. like that shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Meanwhile, a limo pulls up. It's, uh... Renee Zellweger's like, thank God a limo. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's obviously got to be 
the limo Rothman, the weirdo with the scars and the piercings, was in earlier. Why else would there be another limo out here on dirt roads in the middle of the woods? She thought it was Frankie Muniz in Big Fat Liar. Turns out it wasn't. She hops in the back of the fucking limo. She's like, oh, thank God. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, no. It's, it's Rothman. Oh, that guy. The guy with the limo. This is very scary. This is with the belly piercings. Now we're in the denouement yeah. of the movie, Matt. We're yeah. winding down here. Right. Where he's like, oh, hey, it's me, Rothman. Uh, yeah. Sorry we did all that stuff. I mean, yeah, I was so sorry about all that shit. That didn't go as I planned. I'm like, what are you talking about? What was the plan? What was the point? He's like, I oh, mean, I wanted that to be a spiritual experience, but it really wasn't right. Like, it wasn't at all. And no. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what was the plan and what went wrong? Like, what are we talking about here? And uh, There was nothing anywhere. He's just like, oh, I guess I'll drop you off at a hospital. You can call the cops or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, that'll do. She's like, okay. And then they do that. Yeah. And then she's talking to cops, and the cops are like, well, that's oh, crazy. That's crazy. Let's slow down. Also, they're like, that shit keeps happening around here. Think they're correlated? Probably will be able to, like, I don't know, solve the case or whatever. Fingers crossed. And hilariously, the chick from the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre then gets pulled across the gurney next to them. And it's like, wait a second. That's Sally with the puffy nips from the first one. Yeah. You still haven't solved her case. You're not going to solve anything. You cops are completely useless. That was lost on me that that's who that was. Okay, so uh, yeah. probably lost on a lot of people. Right. Because they don't really like, I don't know. They don't got out of their way they to explain it. She's not in any other scenes in the movie no. or, or anything. They don't really set it up in any or way. Or any of the All other movies. All the things movies. that Rothman says is gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> you never, it makes no sense what the Illuminati is doing or what it could possibly have know. to do with a guy with a robot leg torturing children in the middle of the woods, how that can be good for anyone. Uh, who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say why we even watch this movie other than it's October, it's the season. Somebody you know. had to. Yeah, somebody had to. It's good times for everybody. I hope you let's had a good time hearing us talk about it. Let's uh, sit back. Let's take a little bit of a break. Uh, let's hear some coming attractions. Uh-huh. I'm still uh-huh. not even know what the coming attractions are going to be. Yeah, What's we'll going to get out. dropped in here? We'll find out. Yeah. When we come back... Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next, next generation, generation TCM, aka TNG. the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is going to enter <gasps> Judgment Day. Ooh. In the year 2455, on a routine training mission a team of students is about to discover a life form frozen in time. Wow. They're on their way back. Prepare for docking and power up the lab. You brought them on board? Everything's under control, man. What the hell is going on? Jason Voorhees, that's what's going on. He's an unstoppable killing machine. Ah! Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. How do we get off the ship? I don't know. Look, we're gonna be all right. What? Are you high? Uh-oh. <gasps> He's here. You have got to get them out of there. Hey, Slappy! I think we're finally okay. What the hell is that? You gotta be kidding me. Oh, wow. He's been modified. Oh, you think? 
You guys might want to run. I don't think he's out there. Why don't you just stick your head out and have a peek? Now available to rent on video. Four students are about to learn. Whoever you think I am. Their teacher's terrifying secret. Who is that? My brother. My God! Critics call Halloween H2O sensational. <laughs> Smart and non-stop scary, Jamie Lee Curtis makes a triumphant return. Finally, a sequel that lives up to the original. <laughs> Halloween H2O. It's very late. Uh, it's literally the next day, deep into the next day. The mm. wolves are howling. Maybe owls are there's fog. I can't even see out the windows. We've got the mist outside yeah. of the fucking windows right now. I'm sure there's, there's a, some sort of crescent moon going, if not a full moon. There's a bog man out there. The bog man is fucking uh, outside. Just That sounds like just like a cool guy you'd know from the bar. Like, yeah. oh, fucking bog, bog man. man. Hey, shit, he's going to chug man. some beers and get crazy. Yeah. And now we're going to get crazy with a judgment day here. Judgment day is when we go out to the internet and uh, we see what the human beings had to say about the films we were watching. We get some five ninja star reviews. We get some one ninja star reviews. It's the time of the show. Together. We're around with them. We do all that weird shit. I judged the fans harder than I judged the movie. That's true. You really just. You, you, you don't go along with the spirit of what we're trying to set up here. You just you just get mean. Not in the least bit. At this point, mostly. Like, yeah. You've been sitting in this desk so long, uh-huh. you just start getting mean. Yeah, it's a little bit. Happens. My first one Ninja Star review is from an IMDb user named Michael Voorhees. Okay, who let me get didn't that. like this horror movie very much, Matt. Michael, Michael Voorhees, Voorhees didn't like it very much. Let me pull up the ham now. Go ahead. Oh, don't be so quick to judge. No, no, no. I was talking about something we'll else. We'll see. We'll see. He says, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I like to start by saying, what a load of crap. This piece of star, 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 star. Probably shit. I guess he was probably saying Ooh. shit. Wow. I'm just going to say shit. Can I just say shit? Will you allow me to? Careful, though. I'll say crap. That'd be better. This piece of crap. Oh, wow. Makes Jiggly look good. This movie is nothing but bad. Uh I recently watched all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, and I enjoyed them. Mm -hmm. I picked this one up from my local video store and saw R rating and thought it would be full of violence. Mm. But I was mistaken. The film starts off by seeing two teens fighting after leaving angrily a girl and her friend get lost in the woods and are chased by the weirdo Vilmer, Matthew McConaughey. He kind of spells it mahogany a little bit that's cool who if any of his fans see him in this role would make fun of him forever well he chases and supposedly kills some of them i won't tell you anymore not to ruin the surprise because there's not much more get the point here this movie is plain bad oh the two main stars must have needed cash badly to star in this one turning leatherface into a transvestite 
The title says the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Chainsaw check. Leatherface check. Stupid teens check. Massacre, no way. That's fair. No violence. Charters being stupid. Kim Hankel directing. <laughs> what? You heard him. A plot that doesn't make sense. Yeah. A stupid Vilmer dies via plane, which seems to come out of nowhere. True. This kid had just been rated PG for just plain stupid. Yeah. A crap van versus tow truck scene. I hated this movie. And I give it one ninja star. One ninja star from IMDb user Michael Voorhees. <laughs> Gotta be a horror movie expert from that name, I would imagine. Yeah. He raised a lot of good points. You were right. I shouldn't have judged his name. A lot of good points. Uh, somebody else who was fucking just at the end of their rope with how mad they were this movie is mm-hmm. uh, IMDb user Tom Null, oh, who Tom also Null. gave this film one ninja star. <clears throat> and they say, huh? Was this a joke? That's pretty cool. Steve. This is awful. That's cool. Originally made as a bad sequel, now thought of as a bad comedy. This fourth entry in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the worst films of all time. Okay. It's one of the few movies that has absolutely no redeeming qualities. The acting is just awful. Huh. Young Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey starring this f- in some of their earliest roles, the direction? What direction? Ooh. Leatherface ooh. chases people around like he's blind. He does. He misses people right in front of him. Yeah. Also noted, this was written and directed by a woman. <laughs> man named Kim. Well. <laughs> well. So they have Leatherface dressed like a, dra- like a drag through most of the film, which is just ridiculous. The writing makes no sense and consists of nonstop cussing and yelling and grunting. That's true. Okay. As for the plot, heck, like the direction, there is none. He's right. These four kids get lost from their prom and end up getting attacked by a crazed family led by Vilmer. First off, why would these stupid kids get lost from prom? (laughs) Do they not know where their houses are from the school? Yeah. The characters are so dumb and unlikable that you'll be rooting for the family to kill them. That's fair. Unfortunately... There is no gore at all. Nope. And this is not an exaggeration. There is not one drip of blood on screen. Yeah. The climax of the film involves a helicopter that manages to hit one person, but misses someone else three feet in front of them. Yeah. The very end is not explained at all, and we'll have everyone scratching their heads. Plus, Leatherface has no point. They shouldn't have made this a sequel, considering Leatherface has absolutely nothing to do and is mostly yeah. just sitting down. This movie will leave a sour taste in anyone's mouths. My rating? Bomb! <sighs> One out of five ninja stars from my user. Tomnal. Did not like this movie. That guy had some points, though. Mm, mm. Who's saying this Starting is to good? think this wasn't a good movie. I want to hear the opposite, Starting though. Starting to think this wasn't a good movie. Some I, need, people, I need a little bit of positivity. Some people like the movie. Some people like the movie, Matt. Um, yeah. I got some five Ninja Star reviews here. First one is from an IMDb Power positive. named Contact Six. Mm-hmm. Contact Six. Mm-hmm. Who says, mm-hmm. most people that think this is a piece mm-hmm. of S star star star. Oh, all right. So he doesn't want to curse either. But no, no, no. I can't, can't say crap here. No, you he could. I know he's just saying shit, Matt. Uh-huh. I know he's just saying shit. Uh-huh. Should I just say it? Should I just say it? Yeah, go for okay, it. Right. Just the one stuff. Most people think that this is a piece of shit. Whoa, no, go back to crap. That was too much. They probably think that it was one of the worst films in existence. Uh-huh. Sometimes this makes me wonder if the majority of the population are dumbasses or aut- 
artistically autistic. Wow. The truth is that this movie is a classic of horror. Hmm. I give it a 10. The people that think it's terrible are trying like hell to analyze it. Hmm. They just don't understand it. And what they don't understand, they think hmm. that it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Hell, who would want to think the other way around? True, bro. The truth is that this is a classic of horror. You're a pioneer. It's just as perplexing and bizarre as the original. Yeah. But it takes it all to a higher level. Does it? Texas Chainsaw Massacre in its most evolved form. Ah. And that's what it tries to be. So it deserves the utmost acclaim. It's also a horror roller coaster. Yeah, totally. It has all the suspense to make it extremely entertaining. And also has the humor. I loved this movie. It was a piece of art. Yeah. Most people just don't understand it. Oh, well. Too bad for them. Because this certainly is a classic. Uh Five fucking ninja stars. From my new user, Contact 6. Oh, oh, you didn't agree with that entirely at all? No, there's a lot in there. A little wordy, maybe. Yeah. Uh, didn't quite uh, pull your heartstrings. It was I think the this verbiage. next one, this one, the next, next one is just one sentence, and it's all oh. in capital oh. letters. So I think maybe it's going to be more your speed. Okay. I think maybe this one's going to appeal to you more. Yeah. yeah, this is a five star review from a letterbox user just named Adam. Just uh-huh. Adam. Uh, all in all in capitals, all one sentence. He just says. If bad movie, why hot Darla? Hot deranged man and sexy Leatherface? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> okay. I thought you'd be more on board with that one. This guy so, gets it. That guy made some points. That guy so, made some real five, points. This is a five fucking ninja star. Maybe movie. I was being a little difficult. Maybe, maybe. I thought you were being difficult. I had a good time. Uh, br- br- bring back that point about Darla that he made. Um... Why hot Darla? Yeah. Why hot Darla, point. Matt? That's a good point. If bad movie, why hot Darla? I didn't think of it that way originally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Hot deranged man and sexy Leatherface. All of it. All of it at once. It's all man. there. It's all there. So is that just going to be your final thoughts as well? Is that what you already had written down? Or that, like, as we get into our final thoughts, do you have, do you have, do you have additional thoughts? That sums up a lot of it, but I really have to agree with, I think it was the second one bullet reviewer that we read. Mm-hmm. He rattled off pretty much all of my complaints of this movie, oh, no. which no. were just, there's no massacre. It's mostly PG. Don't really know who this movie's for or why it was made. That's rough. That's that's rough to let's to, to counteract those talking points. Let's be honest. Leatherface is like the third character in this movie. Mm. Like I, I like he Leather. He gets a montage. He gets the only montage sequence, though. I'd argue. I know he does. He some, gets the Rocky scene in this movie. He does some things. When he's but putting like, on his lipstick. He's. More of a side character than he is in like fucking Chainsaw Two. Sure, like where there's fucking Dennis Hopper. Well, I mean, and Chop Top steals that one. Chop Top, yeah. Shout out Bill Mosley. Great, like guy. he's killing it in that. Even the old man's amazing in the second one. Oh, like a lot of fun. he's Dennis it, Hopper showing up, picking his nose, and having chainsaw fights. This one though, man. Oh yeah, saying racist stuff. Uh, Always behind fucking, the scenes and on camera. camera. W.E., Vollmer, even Dar, they all seem more important than Leather does in this. Mm-hmm. Like, he just doesn't seem important in his own fucking movie. Do you uh, 
do you like Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 better than this one is, is a question I'd like to raise at this point. Because I think that's the worst one. I think that one's boring. The one that puts Leatherface at the, at the forefront of, I of, of, of the film. do have to say this Netflix one that I just watched, or oh. Hulu, or oh. what was the newest one? I think there's one? a Netflix one. I have yeah. not seen it. I have not it's, seen it. It's less memorable than this, and that's got to wow. say something. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't go one and a half. It's because the performances the people put in. There's so many parts to this. But when you put them together as a whole, it a does not parts. make a movie. Zellweger's killing it. McConaughey's killing it. Mm-hmm. Darla's a thing. She's a whole fucking way of life. She's I love her. To high school kids. You know, Heather's a great fucking dumb high school character. Barry's the shit. Could have got her naked. Would have liked to seen Very her naked. Would have liked to seen him killed. <laughs> Would have liked to see any of these people yeah. killed. Quite frankly, yeah. There's too many parts. There's not a whole. Two ninja stars. Two ninja stars for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that does not actually provide massacre. a massacre. No. No massacre. I uh, wanted to go one and a half, but I like the performances too much. Oh, man. So, yeah. I'm going to fucking up the ante here. This movie makes zero sense. It's not at all scary no. or tense at any point where that's what the original has for it. It's just like one of the most authentically just grimy tense you're just like what yeah. the fuck is happening is this yeah. real like oh good god there's massacres happening all yeah. over the place uh there's like one kill that happens off screen and no fucking blood uh-huh. but man this movie's short it's it is super crazy in it like is. a way that totally entertains me because i'm never just like this makes no sense i'm always just like yeah this makes no sense it's entertaining i'm entertained sure. all the way through this this movie's a fucking vibe mcconaughey's vibing darla's vibing hard. i'm vibing hard with them i'm fucking rocking a three star wow. three ninja star rating all through the way through this one i i fucking poo poo in the hate on texas chainsaw the next generation wow. i think this movie is I get it. Horror movie nerds, there's no blood in it, whatever. But man, this sit down with this one. It's a fun time. I, 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 we're just it's a pizza party of a movie, quite frankly. You're not wrong. I mean that's why I had to go up to two, but okay. yeah. there's just not enough. I like there. I like that we talked you up. I like that we talked you up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Alright, we sort of had a convo over I'm the breaks that we're kinda gonna Rest of the month that we have left, as 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 it is, we're gonna yeah. stick to the big icons. We're gonna kind of do like uh, slasher classics, yeah. uh, late franchise sequels, uh, tentative. We'll see. We don't know. Things are all up in the air right now. And Leprechaun, crazy. Leprechaun in the hood. Very it's hard to possibly say. next week we might be coming back, baby one blow with Jason X, fucking Ooh. Jason in space, uh, which I always found to be a underrated, pretty entertaining take on the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, but have not seen it in many many years. So uh, it's due for a reassessment in 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 my book, quite frankly. Not to be confused with when the leprechaun goes into a person's penis in space. Jason doesn't uh, that's do That's just the boys. Tom oh, Rock wants you to check right. that okay. uh, series out very, very badly. Check it out. Check Tom it out. Rock wants you to check out the boys. Leprechaun's going in penis. We want you to check out Jason in space. It's baby oil. It's blow. It stays Oh, look at them go! Halloween cookie, the little ones!